we we know from Gendo he's willing to sacrifice anybody to do whatever. I'm pretty sure, like, that's the way Don't I Don't disagree with him. you there. He seems like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Which, uh, on that topic, dude, I get you now, Anthony, with your fucking anime smirks. This dude leaning forward <laughs> with his fucking face in his interlocked fingers. Fuck uh, off. Dude, yeah. he has a great build, though. That's all I have to give him. He has a I great I hate beard. this guy. I shattered that glass for you. What a fucking loser. It's the pose he's taking in 90% of his shots. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, dude. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Hi, I'm Chris Bailey. Salvador, also known as uh, Monkey. And I'm Anthony Vaught. So, before we get in... Don't I start this whole thing off with a sigh. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't a sigh. Okay. Before we go into it, I realized, like, before I started the first episode, I actually wrote down, like, what in like two sentences what i think i know about the series and what i think about i know about each character and realize how little i have thought about evangelion in the 25 years it's been out and somehow i don't actually really know anything about it like i know the archetypes of all the main characters but that's it so well, i don't i don't even know that i'm curious if you like do you guys know anything about this series or are you going in like total blind i do I've watched one of the movies. I think I watched the first movie and it introduces um Oscar. Okay. So but, that that leads up to like that probably goes up to like halfway through the series. I don't know. I do, I watched the movie. I never watched the series. And um and I do I do know about Oscar. I do know about Ray. Oh, it's Ray, right? It's not Win. Ray, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ray. And so and that's all. And I know about the fucked up ending. Okay, I don't know, know about that. that at all. So Yeah, I do know about that. That's because everybody talks about it. And I do know about the fucking kicking ass uh, theme song they have. And I have to admit, it's a good fucking theme song. Oh, oh yeah, we, we're going to talk about Grueling Angel's thesis. But uh, <laughs> um, actually, I just want to, for Anthony going forward. Yo, homie. Since he called out. Or I guess monkey too. It's a especially with you knowing the types. I think it'd be interesting to pay attention. Um, I know we haven't met Oscar yet, but her and Ray. No, 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 no. Or are you spoiling something? No, no, no. I'm not okay. spoiling anything. I'm saying her and Ray, especially, like thinking about anime back in the day, are like this entire show kind of is the herald of anime as we know it. But those two characters really popularized two huge archetypes. So I, I'm just saying that I think it's important to like really pay attention to their characteristics and see they're everywhere in anime, those two characters. I do I do know what you mean by Asuka's um, type, though. I don't know about Ray's type. I don't, I'm not very good at types, though. Even though gotcha. I'm a massive anime watcher, I, don't want, I watch a bunch of random stuff, so I don't... So, what about you, Anthony? Any 
Any prior knowledge uh, of Evangelion? So, no. Um, honestly, the only time I've ever heard of Evangelion in my life was when you two were making fun of it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And not in like a haha way, just like, I know, I, I know multiple times where Orange was talking about how shit Shinji is as a character. My, uh, spoilers, my opinion so far is yet to change. Yeah. Oh, actually, I, I completely agree with Shinji in this entire thing. We can talk about it here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get into that. I was that. just saying, first episode, I'm a big Shinji's fan. <laughs> and then uh, I, I saw, which was kind of funny that you picked Perfect Blue for the second pick, because one of my things I was looking for was a psychological thriller. And then this that tag did come up a few times when I was watching this. Or when I was like trying to research what pick I made. And this just also happened to have like a... I mean, it's based purely on like google and reddit searches but this one has supposedly a good storyline to it or it's well written i forgot which one this one was on yeah I, you know what i have i'll have stuff to say about that later <laughs> yeah um uh, <laughs> no don't take that as ominous um no to be honest it, no. if we weren't doing this podcast not to say that i love it or anything but if we weren't doing this podcast i probably would have watched the entire series by now wow really I would have dumped the series, dude. I would have dumped the series episode three. I'm legitimately interested and curious I to see how this shakes out. Fuck. I am so fucking bored. But <laughs> real quick, total <laughs> I'm like, aside. I'm bored. I'm like, I'm scratching my eyes out trying to like, I'm like, when does this get to the part where it gets good? Well, that's to be determined, but. Yeah, I know that's to be determined. And guess what? I'm determined it's not getting good yet. <laughs> yeah. I, but here's the thing, though. I I know I'm not as big brain as you two are. So, like, my my tastes are completely different. So, it's like, I know this is... I probably might like the show at the end, even though the end... I'm a big ending guy, and so, like, it depends how fucked up the ending is or not. I do know what the ending is, but... We have and to watch the movie. We're gonna that's watch all I'm the saying. end of Evie getting into on top of that. We have I don't to. Know if we all we have to. Fuck. I think bitch. we have to. Oh, it's so long. It's like an hour <laughs> and twenty minutes. You'll be all right. Out of a fucking twenty-six episode, dude. Twenty minutes. Pull twenty. Someone do the math. Someone do the math in the internet. Three, four, four episodes. Yeah. Um, four episodes. <laughs> twenty minutes each. So uh, one more podcast. Was that? Was that three? Um, if even, we might even just rope it into. Like, do 26 and then... Ah, fuck. I don't know. The end gets weird. We'll talk about the end when we get to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably be around six or seven. Uh, if we do... About six or seven, depending on if we do the movie. Uh, full podcast of this show. It, is my it, guesstimation. I'm just saying, you guys, be ready for me to start complaining. Okay? That's, That's fine. What I'm um, total aside, nothing to do with anything. I just... Sorry, I have to because you brought up Perfect Blue. Um, there's a guy on YouTube named Breadsword who does a series on Satoshi Kon and how his works demonstrate his philosophy on love. And he has one on Perfect Blue, and it goes into, like, a lot into uh, color, lighting, and score to really, like, get across his meaning and explain what's happening. And it's a really great read of that movie. So if you're interested in more Perfect Blue, Bread Sword on YouTube. There's a YouTuber that I watch. His name is, uh, I think it's iPad's Wolf. And he does an analysis of why Perfect Blue is so fucking scary. And I <laughs> and I listen to it, I'm like, it makes complete sense why this this anim this this movie is um really has an eerie sense to it. 
And then finally, for plugging YouTubers, I'm going to plug uh, Sir Paper Plate. He has 50 v- videos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hear he's canceled. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. He, he... All right, so Evangelion created by Hideaki Anno, Cruel Angel's Thesis, <laughs> performed so by Yoko good. Takahashi. So good. Fucking Cruel Angel's Thesis. A- Anthony, what do you think of Cruel Angel's Thesis? Is it because I've been quiet the whole time when you guys have mentioned it? I well, because if you don't like it, this podcast is canceled. Uh, I can't say I don't like it. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's, it's so pink, strong. but I don't think it's really close to tank. I see. I think it's actually scarily close. I think <laughs> oh it's so God. good. It has some good vibes, but I mean, we'll get there. But I like the outro better. I didn't listen to the outro, to be honest. I, I haven't listened Just to because Netflix before. is like, I'm going to the next episode. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to stop Because well, I, I know how you guys are. So I hit watch credits the first time. And then I was like, oh, yes, daddy. And I kept hitting watch credits from now on because I fucking love All it. All right. If we take a break at some point, I'll have to pop on the outro because I oh. don't listen to outros that much. Okay. Can, can we, um, do you guys have this issue on Netflix? Well, like there would like be a bunch of like Japanese spoken and they don't subtitle it until the very last second. And you just you can't read it all. Or is that I am dubbing this. Oh, oh you dubbing okay, it. cool. I am. Yeah. Owens, what about you? Oh, I'm doing sub 100. percent No, I know, but has that happened? Do you to have you the on issue? Netflix? Oh, um, like the previews or the lyrics? Whenever they talk, they talk like a whole sentence, and the subtitles does not pop up until like a second. And then oh, yeah, that off. did that did have happen a couple times. Yeah, it this was is weird. why I hate um, fucking watching anime on Netflix, you guys. It's because those subtitles is fucking garbage. But like, Evangelion is only on Netflix, so I don't I feel like I missed anything it. though. Yeah, there's a lot of talking in this show. Um, a lot of talking, like a lot. Last note on Cruel Angel's thesis, and then we can move on, and f- unless anyone has anything they want to call out in it. Um, I don't think I ever watched it, and I think I'm gaining more appreciation because I think it's a good intro visually, too. Oh, it I will looks give you that so one. good. It looks so good. I, it mashes up really well, like music and like the style of all the like, you know, cuts and quick... I guess th- like when it does the quick cuts and stuff like that, everything mashes really well. Yeah. So I think... And I will say, like, when I first heard it, and uh, this was probably because you guys said it was almost as, or, it, it, almost as good as Tank, I had super high expectations, uh-huh. which is probably why I got crushed. So I will say, like, around episode five, I listened to it each time just to, you know, get a good <clears throat> listen and stuff. But I did appreciate it more. It's just, I don't know, maybe I Tank, I give it like a 10 out of 10. This one, I'm uh, 7 out of 10. Wow. So I liked it. I Ew. just wanted more. All right. Well, I, I agree with Anthony on that. I mean, right, well, Tank is a 20 out of 10. Fools. But the Evangelion theme song is Look, like... Look, I'll give Tank give a 10 eight. out of 10, but the lowest I'll accept on Cruel Angel Thesis is like a 9. Okay. But that's all right. We can't all have correct opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad you have the wrong one. Uh, so before Insert we... heavy sigh here. Before we get into episode one, Angel Attack, written by Hideaki Anno, we meet the characters so rapid fire. Just for housekeeping purposes... I'm going to slam out the voice actors. Uh, th- and I, I don't necessarily know. These are who I assumed were the main important characters that I should be calling out for voices. So first we got Shinji Ikari, voiced by Megumi Ogata, who also does Karama and Yu Yu Hakusho, Yugi Moto and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Kanemata in Persona 3. Oh, wow. Yu-Gi-Oh! 
in the English version, it is Casey Mangillo who does Sho Suzuki from, I believe, Mob Psycho. So, I don't know that one. Hmm. Um, Sato Katsuragi is done by Kotono Mitsuishi. She does uh, Tsukino Usagi, also known as Sailor Moon. Oh. Gracia Hughes, Boa Hancock, and oh. Catherine with a K from the video game Catherine. And the, the English voices that I'm calling out are the Netflix dub, for what it's worth. Um, and the English is Kerry Kiernan, who does Casca from Berserk, Mokuba from Yu-Gi-Oh!, Mami from uh, Madoka, Satsuki Kiryuin from Kill a Kill, Lux and LeBlanc from League of Legends, Sarah Valstein from Trails of Cold Steel. Why'd you and, laugh? Because there are two League of Legends voice actors in the show. I think that's pretty funny. Is it because we all met through League of Legends? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And uh, the Twin Wardens in Persona 5. Uh, then we have Rei Yanami, who is my girl Megami Hayashibara, who we already know as Faye Valentine. Who? Fuck off. <laughs> uh, English is Ryan Bartley, who also does Gracia Hughes, except the English version. Uh, Clayma from Konosuba. I don't know who that is, but I put that in there for you, monkey. Clayma? I don't know who Clayma is. C-L-E-M-A? C-L-C-L-N. Uh, Osamu from Erased, and Komugi from, I believe, Hunter Hunter. I'm really bad with names, is what I realize. Uh, we have Gendo Akari, done by Fumihiko Tachiki, who does Kenpachi from Bleach, Sloth from Brotherhood, uh, Menthuthuyupi from Hunter x <laughs> Hunter, <laughs> Bunji Kukashira from Gungrave, Don Krieg and Akainu from One Piece, and Asao Katsuragi from Yakuza 4, English Ray Chase, who is Bucharity in JoJo Part 5, Ooh. Noctis in Final Fantasy 15, and Genichiro from Sekiro, and Reese from Borderlands 3. I love Bucharity. He's, he's one the, of my favorite JoJo's, you guys. The final one I'm calling out, because we have not met Asuka and I believe one other character at this point, is uh, Ritsuko Akagi, done by Yuri Yamaguchi, who does Nico Robin from One Piece, Orochi Maru from Naruto. And her vo English voice is Erica Lindbeck, who does Futaba in Persona 5, Talia, Zoe, and Morgana in League of Legends, Emma Sky in Phoenix Wright, and Jesse Raspberry in the Persona 7, or Persona 7, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Okay. That is what I got. Shout out to Orange. Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah. He actually does some good hosting whenever he wants to. <laughs> well, this is what happens when I prepare. Yeah. Yeah, shout out, though. Um, oh, and by the way, if I do say orange, that is Chris Bailey. That's who yeah. I really met him as, is orange. Uh, um, so yeah, let's get into Angel Attack. Okay, so I'm going to put mm. my first note. Mm -mm -mm. First note, ugh. Ugh? Yeah, I was like, ugh, I have to watch the Evangelion Neon Genesis. So I'm actually going to bring up this, like, I want to, who was the photo that he pulls out? That is Mits uh, Masato. Yeah, that's the goal. Masa that is Masato, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know why he has a weird, like, sexy yeah. picture of her. Yeah, he he has an elbow to her titties, right? If she, well, she's Did like kind of pieced down? over, bent over a little bit with the piece. Yeah, side. I thought it was like a beach picture. I didn't rewind it or anything. Did you guys see the elbow? Like, did he like wrote on the fucking picture, or did she do it? I, dude, I have no idea. Because there's like a pointer elbow to her like breast. If I mean, that at, checks out, because yeah. he is a teenager. But. I, 
I don't know. Um, I love '90s animation. I completely forgot how good everything looks. Yeah, the the especially the design of this show. God, looked it looks fantastic. so good. Uh, yeah, I was. I mean, we watched Cowboy Bebop. We watched Perfect Blue. Like, goddamn, '90s animation is so much different from what we have now. Yeah, before it gets all like tech. Cool. Everything just just shit out and looks all the same. Yeah, exactly. It just looks so good. Yeah, uh, I guess while Anthony's looking that up, uh, Shirobako, an anime about making anime, calls out, or <laughs> there's an episode where they, like, need help animating something, and the main character goes to, like, find a legendary animator, basically, and it's it, almost explicitly an homage to the to Hideaki Anno. <laughs> so, so, it's kind of cool. Monkey is completely right. There <laughs> is some Japanese writing with two exclamation points and an arrow straight to her cleavage. I wonder what over. that says. And yeah, she's bent over, giving like half a peace sign, winky face, with lipstick kiss on the photo. And there's a bunch of writing, and then the, the the English dub says, Dear Shinji, I'm coming to get you, so just wait for me. Oh. Uh, come on, Masato. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Look, I get what you're doing, but come on, girl. I like you. Don't be that way. Masato is one of the few people I actually like in this series. Like, because he actually, like... I don't... Thus far, I don't think I could stay in this series without Masato. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would have someone else there, but... God, she's so needed. Yeah. I will say, like... uh, We'll we'll get into this more with other characters, but... They're not... I'm... Like, I don't know shit about archetypes. Uh, I know one night we had a discussion off <laughs> podcast that was about the types of dares, right? Yeah, the types of dares, which you're, you. you're going to meet, like, the prototype soon today, next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I in, per- in terms of, like, just in general television types of characters, uh, I kind of, the, the, the types we meet are very different in this one. There's some basic borderline, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit, but Shinji with his dad issues, mm-hmm. you know, just in general, that's not exactly how it's portrayed in media of, like, having dad issues, that given I've only seen five episodes of it, but he's just so random, like, one minute he's, like, it's just psycho, the next minute he's, like, he has balls, the next minute he's just shy, yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes ma'am. Like, he's all over the fucking place. Uh, I mean, do we just want to get into that now? I mean, do uh, we, I mean, it, it would come in later, not right now. Well, okay, yeah, well, we can talk about Shinji later, but also, like, I guess okay. Masato, she's the, like, the, the, obviously, the kind of, I, w- I don't want to say caretaker, but she's a very interesting <laughs> take on a caretaker type so, of person. <laughs> Remember how I said I wrote, like, uh, just short sentences on what I think the characters are? Yeah. For Misato, I wrote, Drunk Mom Trying Her Best. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's so good, I like that. Yeah, so, like, when you see this, like, Misato, she comes up in that, like, fucking car blazing or whatever, and then, like, they're driving, she's complaining about the car, and then, like, a couple scenes later, I'm jumping everywhere for a second. No, that's totally A couple totally scenes fine. later, she's just chugging beer, or maybe a couple episodes later, she's just fucking chugging beers, eating uh-huh. fucking microwave food, and I'm like, dude, this is my life, like... <laughs> it's like, okay, Masato, I see you. Yeah, and she's some, like, just the secret UN, like, fucking awesome, I don't know, it's just, like, that's a... Usually when you get the peppy hype, like, super caretaker hype girl, you know? She's not an alcoholic on the side. That's just yeah, a which, different little take. 
and she may not be an alcoholic. I'm just, you know, I uh, given no, no, her she apartment. Is. Maybe she is an alcoholic. You know, I'm just, I'm not like giving her the actual definition, but <laughs> she looks like one. For fuck. But sure. I think it's also definitely safe to say that she's got her own shit going on. We have just haven't been introduced to it yet. Sure. Oh, that's fair too. Yeah. Like I doubt she's just the happy per. Well, for one, she's like, she swings between like this wild emotional immaturity which shinji calls her out for yes. like the beginning of the series which is the best thing shinji has done so far and then when she like it gets down to business she seems like she's actually really good at her job and like even trying like she's even shinji's handler and we i forget exactly when it is it's like the second or third episode but we get she basically explicitly says that like oh she's playing him like she's acting this way towards him because she needs him to stick around to pilot the eva so i don't think she's incompetent no i wouldn't use incompetence i just like i i did i say incompetence no no, no but well I oh, mean, okay I th- this this type of character is usually like there's a level of incompetence or oh, like yeah, ditziness yeah, yeah. or something yeah and that's kind of what i'm saying is that that's not here it's not present yeah okay that's a very interesting, like, there's multiple interesting takes. Like, obviously, I can't say much on Ray because we've only got her saying maybe ten lines of dialogues in five episodes. Oh, my gosh, way. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, I guess just worth noting, we see the monsters, like, right at the start. Yeah, the angel. Yeah, and Shinji gets a flash of Ray, And then we get referenced to, like, the last angel attack was 15 years ago. Yeah. I, yeah, I just wanted to, like, dump some exposition. The, the army tries to fight the angel, gets completely destroyed. Yeah, so... Uh, I want to point out, it's 2015, right? Uh, I think it's 2014, but... Yeah, I mean, Evangelion has happened in current time. Sheesh, that's fucking wild. But, yeah, we do not have flying UN... We don't have fucking elevator yet. cities, okay? <laughs> we also don't have Evangelions. Yeah. <sighs> Fine. Uh, we might, we might. We don't know about that one yet. Oh, also, the fucking Tokyo 3 is so cool. The idea of a city God. that is underground and then can go above ground is... That actually... Like, I loved that fucking so much. Cool. When Masato brought him up to see it, like, rise was so good. I think yeah. it's cool, but, it, like, I cannot understand how the fuck that would work. It's just straight up and down, dude. It's like an elevator. Everything's an elevator. <sighs> okay. Nothing move if you put a bunch of stuff in an elevator and then it goes down, like nothing bad happens. Okay, yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say. Go on. Also, I guess worth noting uh, on the subject of Masato, like I wasn't sure if we're supposed to think she's cool or not, but one of my first notes is literally Masato isn't cool. Isn't cool. Isn't cool. Dang. I think she's trying to be cool, and she thinks she's cool. I, I, I have a question for you guys about anime. Okay. The camera angles that they draw, right? Uh-huh. Or however it's animated. I'm not. So I know some are drawn, some are computer, but uh, but wh- whoever makes that. Are you talking I about guess, the sexualization? Yes. Okay. So yes, I was also very concerned about that. This for like the first three-ish episodes, especially at the beginning, because like, I, and I'm pretty sure at this point most of it is drawn. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I, I'm not the... Well, just, you know, to answer your question. Okay, um, yeah. But... And typically in anime, this is what's known as, quote-unquote, fan service. It's basically another word Oof. for gratuity. Um, this show, I don't know if it's doing it as, like, 
to be titillating to the viewer and like trying to get people in that way or whatever or there i really really do think that one of the big themes going forward in this show is gonna be sexuality oh it is so so i yeah sorry go ahead yeah no this whole show is all about sexuality i mean i mean the, the whole show is about a 14 kids like mind basically so of course like he yeah yeah but but you have to remember anthony how many fucking movies have you seen where there's so many fucking ass shots for no fucking reason it, it's it's all it's in every fucking media day you can think of. There's so many times you're like, why are, why are they showing the girl's ass? Like, yeah, she has a great ass, but we don't have to see every fucking goddamn scene. Well, don't get me wrong. When I when I go watch Black Widow, it's gonna be for the story. <laughs> okay, one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. When though, I go like, watch Black Widow, it's gonna be because I did it accidentally. Why am I watching <laughs> Black Widow? <laughs> I'm just saying though, anime anime is like that though. It's just it's more weirdo if it gets animated so you you see it more often but in american television it's like that everywhere it's crazy how many times that happens um yeah but i feel like there could be a different uh, maybe i'm just immune to this i could be very much not immune but like it just, i just glaze it over because you're right it's probably is everywhere but like when the shit was falling and she bent over and like it could have been from any other angle but we we had that fucking view you guys know what i'm talking about yeah the uh-huh. view. yeah i understand oh yeah like, she shielded him with her body, but she left that dank for all of us, you know what I mean? Or I said donk. Did I say yeah, donk or dank? Either uh, way. You said she dank. She left that for can, all of us. I'll, dank is funnier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, like, you're not wrong, Monkey, but I think it's, to just apply that logic to everything can be a bit reductive. Don't get me wrong. Someone like Faye is definitely, at times, gratuitous, but I also think that she's someone who is made in mind with um sexuality being like a strength of hers a weapon like it's it's something that she dominates and uses to her advantage rather than she she doesn't come off as like an object for the audience to ogle well am i like what i'm trying to get at is like Faye was sexualized by the the director or the writer or whoever or whoever decided that that's the spot shot that they want her Faye didn't usually come off as sexualized herself right. like via her actions and her whatever and i'm I'm getting the same vibe from uh masato is that the the drawler or whoever animated or whoever told the guy to do that wants her to be sexualized by us but so far the only like she she's not been very you know sexual <laughs> yeah i mean she's I, not I, a hoe all right well uh, wouldn't surprise me if she is um, yeah, I mean, we just haven't got introduced to that, and hopefully it's show don't tell, and they don't just, like, oh, by the way, she's been fucking dudes the whole time. But. <laughs> I mean, Ritzko kind of does call her out at one point. Well, that, I think where, where that she's, was... she's joking about Shinji, and she's like, what the fuck, don't seduce a child? Oh yeah, Masato was like, that was, yeah, like, that I was kidding, come that. on! Yeah, that was a funny joke. Yeah. I, I like that. Because even, um, uh, what's her name? Rosoto? Ritsuko. Uh, Ritsuko. She also later was like, how's your boyfriend? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it seems like that's just their dynamic. Which, um, the stuff with, uh, <laughs> Misato does worry me a little bit, because Rei and Gendo is some Oedipus shit. Ugh. Or whatever the girl version of Oedipus is. I don't know what that is, but you, um, please describe it. It's when you say one uh, thing and then fuck your mother. Yeah, basically. it's So, yeah, the, the story of Oedipus is basically he killed his dad and married his mother or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, so, and she obviously has, like, a father complex with him. Yeah. 
and oh who God. the fuck knows what his deal is. This is a perfect oh. jump into my next point. Go ahead. Go on. Dad issues off the rip, dude. Oh, no, dude. This whole series is dad issues. Like, it's all about, yeah, it's just dad issues throughout the entire series. Yeah, because I think immediately after, like, we met Masato, it goes right into her little inner monologue with that, like, game show jazz music, which was pretty good. <laughs> I love that monologue, especially her <laughs> increasingly dejected facial expression during it. Yes. And then you get uptight Jinji, and then bam, Shinji's dad is part of Nerve. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think it's pretty clear that he's not necessarily been estranged. Well, yeah, I guess that's the right word, right? Estranged? Yeah. I mean, kind of. Who knows when he left, but we get the sense that, like, he was never really a part of it. It's been three years since they met again. Okay. Yeah, so, and then we immediately off the rip, like, mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. I just hope. At least if they're if they're gonna do that weird stuff with Masato, please just let it be on Shinji's side. No, there won't be. <laughs> no, dude, I, this series is super fucked up. I know that. Yeah, you'd rather the fourteen-year-old kid go up than the. Yeah, I'd rather the four. I'd rather the fourteen-year-old kid crush on his older, attractive, weird mom surrogate than the like almost thirty-year-old woman be into this fourteen-year-old. Yes, I much would rather that. Okay. Shinji is walking about in this battlefield. Why the fuck is he walking around? There's no mm-hmm. way in hell Shinji should be walking around in this fucking battlefield. You talking about like before the car even comes? Yeah. He was waiting for Masato. Yeah, yeah. he was waiting for Masato. Okay, and okay, then the I understand happens. that. I understand that he he's waiting for Masato. But this is one of the most important fucking characters in this group. Like he's the one that's supposed to pilot the Ava. No one else can pilot the Ava. Only Shinji can. They didn't even know that Shinji can pilot the Ava. Like, why the fuck is the military not over here protecting Shinji? Like, oh my gosh. The kid almost think... dies three times before he even gets <laughs> inside the city. This is the stupidest set I've ever seen. There's no way this Damn. makes sense. They didn't know the attack was happening was the impression I got. Really? Because they they, they do evacuation. I mean, not evocation, but um, evacuation well, all like the fucking They get time. like an hour. Yeah. No, the fucking dad would have sent more soldiers to go get Shinji, right? No. No. That dad's a piece of shit. No, the dad's a piece of shit, but in order to make his robot work, he needs his fucking son. So, of course, he would go. we don't know that, and I don't think he knows that. He knows that, or he would not have gotten Shinji. Um, as we learn later, there are other, uh, either Eva pilots or, uh, Eva candidates. There's Eva candidates. I'm not sure if at this point, like, Asuka had already been piloting or not, but... No, there are only two, as far as this... No, 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 I know, no, but... He, he doesn't know anything about Asuka, so you can't say anything about Asuka. Well, that I, I mean, I just... Shinji is, what, f- they say four, and Rei is three? Mm, or, no, Rei is two. So there's a, there's, we know there's a three. Yes, because they, yeah, they specifically say, um, they're, uh, we're looking for the fourth children. Which is the fourth child. No, Shinji's three. I thought I thought Shinji was four. I thought Mm-mm. Wei was zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's just piloting. She no, pilots she's zero. Yeah. So the assumption is someone's already died. Is what I okay. got. Because she's on unit zero. Uh, he's on unit one. Uh, he's the third child. She's the second. Okay. Yeah, but like I said, dude, like, th- this is literally like a fight against humanity. Oh, fight against Japan. One of those two. I don't know how serious this angel attack is. I know it's super serious, but um, 
but like you would put more effort to try to get Shinji safe, right? That's the point I'm trying to make across. There's no way this fucking kid would almost die in a fucking. I know he won't die in a fucking anime. I'm just saying, like, it just blows Actually, my mind. Even assuming that they knew the attack was happening and he might potentially be in danger, um, I still think sending like a, a as we very quickly learned from about Shinji, Shinji, sending like a bunch of military people to pick him up would be a terrible idea. They need him comfortable. They need him trusting. They need him to want to do it. That's why they send Masato. That's we learned that that's part of her job is making sure Shinji wants to be there and that he wants to do it. Also, they almost let him leave. They do no, let him leave. They don't I mean, let, yeah. They don't let him leave. Yes, they do. They do not. How far did you get? I got to episode five. When he literally, like, she thinks she's too late because the train goes off and he was oh, supposed okay, to be on okay, it. Okay, I understand that. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah, but that's him, like, officially resigning. Yes. I That one makes complete sense. If he was that crucially important that we're all dead without him, they wouldn't just let him resign. <laughs> Oh, no, but, uh, what's her name? Uh, Wei is finally fucking healed. So, of course, they let him resign. I mean, but Gendo even says, like, oh, she's not that already yet. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They, the, they're they going to fucking fight the kids until they die. That's what Gendo said. He's like, he doesn't fucking care. He's like, oh, the kids are going to keep on fighting until they die. It doesn't matter. Of, of course, he's not bad already. Are they going to send her out to the field? Yes. They already did, right, in episode one? No, they did not. No. Ray has. Oh, that's not right. Yet she had. Yeah, out. yeah. She had that. She her accident was part of the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember now. But no, we we know from Gendo he's willing to sacrifice anybody to do whatever. I'm pretty sure. Like that's the way Don't I disagree with him. you. There, he seems like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Which uh, on that topic, dude, I get you now, Anthony, with your fucking anime smirks. This dude leaning forward <laughs> with his fucking face in his interlocked fingers. Fuck uh, off. Dude, yeah. he has a great build, though. That's all I have to give him. He has a I great hate beard. this guy. I shattered that glass for you. What a fucking loser. It's the pose he's taking in 90% of his shots. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, dude. They're so fucking unoriginal. This was made in 1990-something. <laughs> Still. I bet the same pose is used like up in the fucking now. Still, 2017. They're still fingers crossed. Shadow in the background just going. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. walking with their pockets and the smile on their face with hands in their pockets. Just something different. Like, fuck. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, hey, well. we get to meet the blondie girl. Ritsuko. Okay. Anyways, what's a civil servant? Uh, I think that's just her official title. Yeah, it's like a government worker, basically. Okay. I, I think it's, I think like honestly I didn't I caught on to that and then like by the episode end of episode three I forgot she'd even said that I think that's just her way of telling the public what she does because okay. I imagine there's some like he even mentions there's he's sworn to secrecy so she probably couldn't just be like I work for Nerve <laughs> I will be your handler okay so I feel like that was just an excuse to get him in so I think it's funny that you're the one who wants to talk about uh, Ritsuko. Uh, because just, well she's pretty basic in terms of like her character in yeah my opinion, definitely but, but um well, well because you said like oh i'm not used to any of these character types right but uh, i think it's episode she's the one i'm not i think she's gonna be the exact same well i mean four or five episode four or five we get um we see uh ritsuko goes over to 
uh, Masato's for dinner. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, we see the Masato's like the emotionally immature fucking weirdo and Ritsuko's the uptight by the book person. But clearly they're actually friends. And that is a relationship that you get in literally everything. That's true. Anime or not, there's always those characters. And they're always friends. It's most of the time, they're the main two characters. Anyways, um, I was just saying I like the introduction of Ritsuko. Because um, she's swimming and she just puts on a lab coat. And I'm like... That's a fantastic look. I like it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> After the, uh, we already touched on it. So unless anyone's got anything on that base, the like the base tour that he gets while we're like going in and stuff. Nope. Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners <laughs> played the best Final Fantasy game of all time, Final Fantasy X. Shout out to Chris; it's his favorite game. Seymour is a really cool villain, <laughs> and um, every character is fantastic, especially Waka. <laughs> But uh, I got major Titus vibes from Shinji on that ep- in this ep- like right around this part after the base tour. Oh, you mean how he's a whiny little loser? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I even wrote down like "let me in." Fuck, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I wrote "get the damn robot, Shinji." Yeah, like could be a little bitch. I mean, look, I get it. Like, it, it's something I'm gonna have to struggle to reconcile this whole time because he's a he's. He's a shy kid with abandonment issues suddenly being forced to fight to the death against intergalactic threats. I'm just saying, I agree with Shinji completely on this. Fuck his no. dad, fuck everybody. Middle finger, peace out, I'm gone. I don't I mean, care yeah, about humanity. I agree, fuck his dad, but like, still, no, dude, the, dad sh- the dad should be like, okay, son, I need your help with this one. Instead of, fuck you. Like, I mean, I... No, no, dude, there's no reason to be that fucking cruel. To the guy who's gonna save you guys, right? Yeah, Shinji's dad is an asshole. And to be fair, I, my point is I totally get it. Like, I get the character of Shinji of like, bro, I'm a fucking 14-year-old kid who is already sad, and now you want me to do this? No thank you. Yeah, exactly. Middle fingers, I'm gone. But also, I just... <sighs> but does no, that excuse I... all the behavior that he is allowed to get away with? He doesn't... Dude, like, dude, he, he got fucked over, like, at the very beginning of his life. I completely, like, I, I sympathize with Sinji in this. Like, dude, there's no reason for you to go save humanity if shit, humanity has been shit to you your entire life. Like, well, what the fuck? two things. Um, one, I want to point out, I don't know if you're thinking about this, is I... He knows what his dad's doing, right? No. What do you mean? I mean, he does now. He knows what his dad's working on. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he do- again, he does now. I don't know if he knew before. He doesn't. So, I feel like uh, this definitely probably shouldn't be for him. Like, I don't, because he's 14, he's probably, <laughs> like, I don't think he's going to be able to wrap his head around this. Mm-hmm. But if I found out that my dad was gone for three years, but the reason is because he's working to defend the world, I might start to at least consider like okay well now let's replay that scenario that i know where he went uh, but do i we- still hate him Anthony, but wouldn't your dad say hey i'm gonna go work for the government probably I mean, it's a, i'm not saying well, he did maybe. it the correct no, way uh, but it's still bad like all of it's bad it's not like there's no like i don't know what i don't know how i'm gonna i don't no, know I, what i'm I, trying I, to say I, but yeah it's just like there's no reason for shinji to like 
I agree with Shinji. I would not fucking pilot the fucking robot suit. Like, I will let humanity die. Like, As it's a 14 year old, I would have hopped in there 14 times over again. Yeah. Depends like, what video game I played last, I think. No, dude. And then. If I was awesome, Shin Megami Tensei, let's fucking go. <laughs> One point I do want to uh, touch on real quick is um, we don't know that, like, all of life has been shitty to Shinji. And. To be fair, we've shown been shown nothing to indicate that. He has... I Have they said what happened to his mother? No. No. Okay, I would presume she's dead. Yeah. Probably um, pretty good presumption. And then his dad abandoned him, but we don't know anything else. So th- there's nothing that indicates that he didn't have, like, people looking after him and he just kind of regressed into himself which is something we will get into because i think it's the most important concept they've introduced so far but and i think the way i'm looking at it is um i haven't seen him except for his father leaving to go i put in quote save the world so like i i don't know that's i guess that's where we sit differently also people also i still hate his fuck the commander He's... Oh, yeah, Gendo fucking sucks. No, he's awful. But Shinji can't also make any friends either. Like, he's at school. Like, But that's his... But we're kind of showing that that's his fault. Oh, the way he was raised up? I mean... Which fucking... we don't know, Dude, except for the he's, abandonment he's th- stuff. He's, he's 14, right? His dad left him at fucking 11. Yeah. That's so messed up, dude. That's glowing age. I mean, Shinji's yeah, I'm not, not... I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, but I'm trying to say, though, like... To me, Shinji makes complete sense in this entire fucking episode. Oh, I think he makes sense, but I don't think he makes sense in the way that, or I, I don't think he's, I mean, it, it's hard to say this about, you know, like a fucking 14 year old kid, but I don't think he's without fault. I don't think he's entirely a victim of circumstance. Or at is. least not that we're aware of. Yeah, under what I got from the show, I think that he's allowed to have daddy issues, but he's like sometimes he like takes that shit and runs with not the daddy issues, but just being a little bitch. Yeah, so I mean, at a certain point, he's gotta like, my man, you gotta help yourself a little. And I get that, I get that he's fourteen, but that that's I, this is how this whole conversation started. Of it, it's hard, for me, it's hard to reconcile that kind of character because I I totally understand. I expect he's a- acting exactly like a troubled fourteen year old would in that situation, especially one given his general disposition that we would assume he might have even without the problems. But I guess I am judging him too on a higher level. But I I I. I I mean, dude, I look at stuff like Madoka. I look at stuff like Avatar. Like, I'm like, Aang, shut the fuck up and be the Avatar, my man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's 12 and he was frozen in Iceberg because he almost died. But, which I get is totally reasonable that he doesn't want to be the Avatar. It just happened to him. And that's kind of what the series is about. But uh, there's always going to be that part of me that's just like, dude, get over it and do what you got to do, my man. I don't, like I said, I just want, like, I completely agree with Sinji on this. I would have fucking left. That's all I would have said. Oh, I probably would have too. No, I'd be fighting those motherfuckers. Yeah, it depends. If they were, like, cool about it, I probably would have left. But if they were like, hey, I'm a piece of shit, get in the robot, I'd be like, nah, fuck off, bro. Okay, so, Senji, like, so the whole robot thing, the robot hasn't been walking. (laughs) First of all, like, right off the bat, the robot is just not walking. They do not know. The fucking scientist does not know what the fuck they're doing or anything like that. Also, the fucking 
um, go, was it? Was, What's it go? Which, yeah, Wichiko is like, oh, we have a point zero 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 one percent. This might work. What? So you're what saying are you there's a chance. Talking about uh, <laughs> that's basically how she responds. She's like, yeah. it's not zero. Masato's like, it yeah, basically not zero. is. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. I mean, I play a bunch of fucking video games with random chance, and if if my thing is down to fucking thirty percent, I'm not taking that chance. Like, there's no way. And this is crazy. The fact that it's point zero infinity one percent that this is this is gonna work. And of course it works because it's a fucking anime, but like, what the fuck? These guys well, have I think, been... I'm assuming that gets explained later. Um, yeah, I'm up... So, the, the part where... The only other thing I have to say about, like, almost the first three episodes at this point <laughs> is, um, in the first episode, yeah, the, it's powered down and it protects Shinji. So, clearly there's something with the Evas that isn't, like, they're not... They can't be all machine, right? Oh no, they're not. They're not machine. They're the part angel. I'm pretty sure they're part angel. Okay. We don't know that yet. I said I'm pretty sure they're part angel. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what they are, but they don't work as fucking machines. They don't work like machines whatsoever. We saw that in, in um, what's it called? Was it? Yeah, I mean, they even four? talk about neurological links, right? Which I mean, I, I believe I, I, we're to assume yeah. we were to assume that they're talking about the neurological link between the pilot and the mech, but at this point, I'm also like, yeah, dude, what is. if that's the mech? Like they're talking about the neurological mech part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, because it obviously, obviously had a mind of its own. In, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Shinji gets in the fucking thing. It takes away seven months for her to get ready to pilot the whole fucking mech. Yeah. And Shinji just fucking hops in. And that's why she's not the main character, my guy. But also, you know, as we're shown, again, what I reference of it protects him there. And I think I forget what else happens that they're like, oh, this has never happened before. This seems almost impossible. Like, clearly, there's something going on with oh, Shinji. I, and... I think I think the links are like a really good percent or something like that to Shinji. I think that's. The yeah, thing. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I um, cause I would uh, I used to get mad at that shit all the time, Sal. Like in every fucking every fucking thing. Like, why is the main character always the luckiest motherfucker? And one day it kind of dawned on me, like, <laughs> that's just because if he was just the mundane piece of shit, like nothing ever special happened to him, that would be a shit story. Yep, that, that's why I love when people are like, "Well, this doesn't make any sense. Why do they get shot there?" Be like, "Cause if they got shot, the show would be over." What the fuck do you think? No, and that's no, the only no. reason I'm okay. That is literally the only reason I'm okay with. This fucking half celestial, half fucking <laughs> mech deciding he's gonna not use physics and just save a child that he <laughs> never even met before. Oh no! Because trust me, I am one hundred percent on board with you. If they don't explain this, I will be fucking furious. I'm pretty sure there's a fucking link between him and his um between the Ava. Like I think there's a fucking like galaxy there, link there or fucking something. Better be. Yeah. I think we got a little bit of a tease in, I think, episode five, where I think Ritsuko says, like, oh, they're, they're a 99.98 DNA match for humans, the angels. Yeah. Angels are particularly, yeah. But again, they still haven't linked, the, other than we have Sal's presumption, they haven't linked angels to me the... Yeah, the but even, that actually... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying the robots regenerate, so, like, that's fucking weird. Robots don't regenerate. Um... I understand if Did they I? fix each other, but they don't regenerate. 
Did I talk about how much I love the design of the Evas? Oh no, dude, it's so fucking good. But let's Especially talk about the first battle, right? Like when it sure. finally gets into it. All right, so technically we're on episode two. Not one still, because the fucking dad said, um, what's it called? <laughs> because the dad says to Senji, is, oh, Senji asks, if, I don't know how this comes up, but the dad says, oh, I don't need you, but I need you now. Like, oh, because Senji's like, why do you fucking left me? And the dad's like, oh, because I didn't need you, but, but I need you now. This is why you're over here. What a shitty thing to say. Oh my gosh, fuck this dad. <laughs> You got no disagreement from me, brother. Yeah, uh, agreed. This guy fucking sucks. But kind of on that topic, I don't think it's a scene we need to talk about. But fuck every single person in that, uh, like, the meeting in episode two. Oh, like the council that they're going to probably yeah. have, like, twice more in the Every single episodes. one of those people sucks. That's all I have to say about that. We're going to have a meeting without you, Commander. I think, um, what's, what, what's the girl's name? Um, Masato? Yeah, Masato. Thank you. Misato says, don't run away. I'm like, run away my ass. I'm a fucking kid still. Like, of course I can run away. Oh my gosh. I was so annoyed. Um, and then fucking Cindy sees Ray and Ray is all fucked up. Because they're like, well, if, if Shinji's not going to do it, we're going to bring in Ray. And I'm like, yeah. I still would have left. I don't know this person. Dude, that was the first time I saw it, but I think episode five, dude, they guilt traped this motherfucker. Oh so my god! Yeah, yeah, told you, dude. right? It's so bad, right? Oh god, there's such dicks to this fucking fourteen-year-old kid in terms of guilt management. Yeah. Oh, right, we can talk about episode two now, you guys. So, just just real quick, because you know it's what we're doing. Um, I think there's only one episode. I think it's episode four that Hideaki Anno is not credited on as a writer so after that episode i'm gonna stop saying him but he co-wrote every episode in the entire series except for that one i believe shit okay so episode two also written by uh yoji enokido who wrote uh fully coolie and wrote on redline so some yeah some uh some recognition there major marks I do want to. I do want to make Anthony watch Redline because it's a fun movie. Redline's fucking weird. It's anime fast and furious. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like the first two or the last eight? I haven't seen any of them. It's about cars. Okay. It's like the first one. There's a guy with a pompadour. What's all about? Cars? I'm definitely into it then. <laughs> um, I love the first. My first two notes on episode two. The angels have returned. Fuck Shinji. <laughs> But this is where we get that one really cool scene. Yeah, I think they're talking about the angels, and then we kind of get the that that scene you were mentioned where she get, you get to watch the uh, everything come out of lockdown. Yep. Which oh yeah, when they when the angels coming up. Oh it god, I was so about to say good. we briefly talked about like god, the visuals, damn, it looks but so good. I like the audios or the audio fucking it, whoever did that shit. Oh my god, because the episode where they talk about the cicadas. Uh huh. Oh. it Every time they're outside, you uh, heard them from then on, and it was real subtle. I didn't write his name down, but I like that weird camera kid. The classmate. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to him, oh, yeah. okay. Well, he's the one who talks about the cicadas, I think, which is why. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, I was just mentioning, like, because we I knew we were going to talk about the video excellence. So I just wanted to throw in the audio guy. But yeah, it's so good. Like, the Ava coming up, and all of it is fucking beautiful. I love the sounds of it. I love the animation of it. Do you guys think it's real the fact there's a big giant power cable on the Ava? No, not really. Not really. I guess. I mean, n- honestly, no. no. Uh, 
because batteries are huge. Like so, like to be able to power something that much, it doesn't surprise me that they need a little cable. Okay, I just thought it was weird that song. Yeah, I, I I like the I like what that brings to the table in future episodes. So, fucking Shinji comes out of the robot. They tell him, "Oh, it's easy to walk. Like you you have to walk." And then fucking Shinji falls down, <laughs> like right off the bat, <laughs> and which makes complete sense because Shinji has no training. And the fucking angels picks him up, breaks his fucking arm right off the bat. There's so much blood everywhere, which makes no sense. I love that the Evas bleed. Yeah, it's, it's the fact that Evas are fucking angels or fucking aliens or something. They're not fucking robots. We know it's not robots. So much blood. It looks good, but goddamn, there's so much blood. And I'm like, well, Shinji lost the battle. Like, he got pwned, and then they, they cut right there. They cut... Shinji losing the fucking battle, mm-hmm. which we know that well, he lost the battle, but he didn't lose the war. Um, I mean, to be fair, he didn't do shit. The, <laughs> yeah, of course Eva, not. Or the Eva took over and decided it's time. Yeah. And I'm just saying, I love the fact that Shinji lost the first one. I love the fact he didn't fucking it win. It makes sense. Even though he did win. And also, I want to point this out because you just slightly touched it where, uh, where the cut, we had that cut. We, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, we didn't get the answer till episode three, like the official. No, we get it at the end. The no, end. Okay, but anyway, we get it at the end. I by the time we got that, I forgot that he was like fine, and I forgot that the angel was still around until they went back to it. Yeah, I don't know if that was an intentional writing design to make me just like to just immerse me in everything else, but I completely Probably. forgot about the fucking angel attack. Yeah, uh, Shinji fucking um, passed out in the cockpit because oh. Also, something I forgot, the fucking angel take, takes his hand, put it in the fucking Eva's head, and fucking, like, I don't know what you call it, like, pile drives it, or, you know what I mean? And he was shooting lasers. Like, he has a fucking... Yeah, the yeah. angel was lasering through the fucking head, which was badass, honestly. Yeah, it looked amazing, and it's so weird, this show, because, like, from the very beginning of it, these, these big creatures don't move like big creatures. They move like fucking, um, I want to say, like, Weirdly, you you guys get what I'm saying? The angels or the the Evas? Both, both, both of them don't move like you would think they would move. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I've only one. seen two angels, and one was humanoid, the other was not. Like if you look at the part where they broke the when the angel breaks the um, Eva's arm, it's like weird movement. It's not like it looks weird. And then of course we get the. We get the cut, and then we they talk about the fucking um, angels, and it's been 15 years since the last one showed up, and this is why they been training to make the fucking evas. Well, we get the we we learned that it was 15 years at the beginning of episode one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we get at the beginning of this episode, Shinji gets destroyed. And honestly, if it's actiony as fuck like that, I'm not gonna write it down because I'm gonna be watching it. I won't remember to write shit down. <laughs> So Shinji wakes up in the fucking hospital bed, and then um, we figured out that uh, Misato, um, what's it called, changed uh, Shinji's liver location to her, which is so great for Misato. Like, I love Misato in this. He's, he's like, Shinji cannot be growing up by himself in an empty room. Like, let's get this kid some, like, more, I don't want to say personality, but more like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, well, in terms support. of that, I, I, I yeah, agree that's probably better for him, but I don't think she used the right choice. <laughs> Well, I okay. So here's the thing. For for one, like I've already kind of touched on, like it's her job, basically, and well, part of her job, but also. Well, did, then did she make that up? What? 
No, no, so, no, it's not like her entire job. It's part of her job, I think. Because I was under the implication that everyone agreed that he should be living in a specific room, and then she was like, no, he wants to change it. Change it to me without even consulting him. Oh, really? Him. Okay. I, yeah, I might have missed that. Because he keeps right. mentioning, like, it's her job, it's her job, it's her job. And I was like, I was kind of getting the fact that she just kind of wanted to be around this kid. Hmm. I, I think she feels for the kid. And I may have just missed one line in the thing. Well, th- there is a thing, like, in her apartment um, where she's, like, thinking to herself or talking to herself or she's basically like oh man i might have laid it on too thick like shinji might see right yeah. through this like where basically yeah. she implies that oh, i was being too nice and too cordial and he probably gets that i'm like trying too hard to endear myself to him i remember that scene but i don't i still don't remember her, like relaying that to her her being her job no, I, I guess it's it's never explicitly said that it's her job. I guess just from that, I kind of... Whether it's her official job or not, I read it as... Um, she understands that this kid is going to bail unless he has a reason to stay. So she's trying to give him a reason to stay. Yes. And she's trying to make him comfortable and happy. And if they just put him off in a room like Ray, then he's going to go crazy and leave. God, how messed up is that woman with Ray? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll touch on that later too. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, which I to actually just because it's there, I I think you're also right in that um, it, it starts out Misato trying to, I guess, manipulate Shinji probably, but she quickly kind of comes around and like actually starts to care about him. See, I think that's what you get from assuming that she's doing her job first. Cause I just kind of assumed the whole time that she's there for the kid in terms of like, emo- she wants to be the emotional support, whether or not she's going to out front say it. And she wants her, him to like her enough. So that's what I got from like, I'm being really upfront about this. Maybe, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think, I think we're kind of saying the same thing, but I'm approaching it from <laughs> the perspective of, her number one goal is he has to get in that Eva still. At least at the beginning. Like, she genuinely wants to be supportive and wants him to, like, be happy and stuff. But also, he needs they need him to pilot. And she understands that. Can we talk about her apartment now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is where he's doing his little inner monologue. She's, like, she's got ice, snacks, and beer. And I was like, yes, ma'am. That's all you need in life right there, baby. <laughs> High snacks and beer. Oh, before we... And the coolest goddamn <clears throat> before... roommate in the world. <laughs> before we talk about this, though. So the government's covering this up, right? Uh, Nerve is a secret branch, yes. And as far okay. as... I mean, if they're still basing it off current world stuff, it's not like a country thing. This is, I guess, a world thing. Because the UN is not based solely in Asia or Japan. If we're to believe that the UN is still set up as it is to this day. Well, I mean, I think that's what, like, all the, the council was. Like, those were all, like, call-ins. All those guys weren't there. Yeah, no, I know that was, like, a holographic thing. I'm just saying. But, I mean, I guess it's, like, a a Pacific Rim thing of, like, oh, the threat is here, so this is where Nerve is, right? Sure. But the news reports were saying, um, what's it called? Like, it was... I don't know if, like, the, the human public knows about the big robot battles. I mean, they, they know about them, but I don't think they know necessarily about Nerve. They like, know, I, I think it's, okay. a, it's as secret of an organization as possible. Yeah, I, well, no, I think they know about Nerve. Well, I don't know if they know it's called Nerve, but everyone, like, the kids are like, were you the pilot? 
Yeah. Like, they all know about that I mean, it's kind of hard to miss those fights. But, like, I think as li- as little information as can get out to the public as possible, I'm just, it's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Okay, let's talk about the apartment now. I'm done. Yeah, same. <laughs> I okay. snacks and beer, baby. <laughs> and pen pen. Oh, my fucking penguin. What the fuck? Well, man, he likes beer. Oh, my God. I would assume. At the very least, Masato's giving him beer. First of all, you guys, um, yes, I want to talk about the fucking penguin. The fact is that fucking penguin is hilarious, but it's an emperor penguin. Like, oh my god. Hell yeah, bro. That's so random. What? What? No, I just said hell yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's an emperor penguin. I... And, uh, I love the fact that Masato's like, oh, it's, he's my other roommate. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. I don't, I love that I think that was supposed to be a misdirect. I think where he's about to go open the other fridge, like, and she's like, "Wait, don't open that fridge. I don't like to disturb people when they're sleeping." So, like, "Oh, who's that?" Yeah. Oh, really? I did not know that. I heard yeah, something. That, I think I was writing a note down when I heard that, and I was like, "What the fuck is in the second fridge?" Yeah. And we know that it's someone who's sleeping. Hmm. Yeah, that's fucking. And then it's revealed to be Pen Pen, and that's hilarious. I just, uh, I love that she's like, "Let's eat," and then just starts drinking beer. <laughs> Hey, man, you get a lot of calories from beer. (laughs) Also, she goes fucking hard in that dinner, dude. She, like, rips into him. Like, emotionally? I mean, kind of. Like, she's kind of all over the place. I forget exactly what she said. To be fair, I watched this episode, like, almost a week ago. (laughs) But, yeah, she, she yells at him a bunch and, like, I don't know how serious it's supposed to be. Because this is, like, pretty much right before, I think, she does the whole thing of, like, uh, maybe I'm trying too hard or whatever. Yeah, I mean, she literally just stole him from, like, where he was supposed to stay and shit. Oh, no, I think this is the scene where she, like, starts teasing him and, like, <laughs> ah, you're, I'm teasing you a bunch. You're supposed to be a boy, right? Like, why can't you take it? I just don't just remember. Like, nah, okay, whatever. Yeah. I, just remember the, the, I just remember the beer scene next where he's taking about to take a shower. <laughs> And then she pulls sure. the beer and, like, the candle still, like, hiding the dong. Which is also, I, like, come on. What? She just let that 14-year-old kid stand there, buck-ass naked, for, like, a good 30 seconds. Yo, so what? I mean, Ray were, did the same thing later. Yeah, I, I don't understand the point, Owens. But I, I, and actually, actually, if we hadn't seen that Ray scene, I'd probably be with you. But it seems like I mean, th- this is the point where I was still worried that, like, then I guess to be fair, I still kind of am that they're going to do some weird stuff that's going to make me dislike. I mean, she characters. didn't like ooga ooga, and you know what I mean. <laughs> she was just like, yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, come on, like, naked's just a thing. It fucking who cares? I'm sorry that our, our society is so bad. I've been about naked in front of my should roommates. Wear fucking clothes. Yeah, I mean, like, and given that I will, like, I, and I also think that was just a nod, nod. Like they were just trying to get a written joke out. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure. But again, this is like coming off episode one, and they actually do it pretty much right before this too, where again Masato is kind of sexualized, and for me it was more just a worry of like, uh, is this where they're going with this character? Uh, yeah, you're I, just I scared because he really wants this... Masato to be cool as fuck. Yeah, and if, and if she okay. starts liking fucking fourteen year olds, he's out, and then he's gonna hate the show. <laughs> Yeah, I completely understand, but I just I see no fucking grounds that Masato likes Shinji. I see no fucking like love connection between those two. 
That's the way I look at it. No, I mean, I don't necessarily either. I'm just looking more at it from like a, a, a more of a better perspective, I guess. But uh, I'm good with the apartment if you guys are. Yeah, I'm good with episode two. <laughs> oh my god. Why you guys, you guys are like <laughs> missing a whole episode. Well, no, no, I'm not done with the episode. I was done with the apartment. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Because the last thing I remember is uh, when he's like looking at, I think the episode was called something, uh, something about ceilings. It is an unfamiliar ceiling and the beast yeah. are the two titles this episode has. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, I don't know if you guys remember this, but right before we, like, I think, I don't know if this is a cut after, I know it still happens in the apartment where he's looking up and he starts doing some slam poetry, basically. He's like, another ceiling, I don't know. I honestly forgot to quit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know exactly. I just I got major slam poetry vibes when he started talking to the fucking ceiling or the inner monologue he was doing. But that's I mean maybe that was just me. Yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about. Ah, uh, anyway, but yeah, this is gonna be a very forgetful series for you, Orange, unless Masato's in it. Um, no, like I said, I'm actually really interested in this, and I, I'm the the reason I'm so concerned about that is because I am reading into it so much. <laughs> I'm approaching it from the perspective of why are you doing this? Gotcha. I thought Eva was a. I'm from all I can understand, Eva's above just like the random anime sexualization that happens. So if they're doing it, I'm assuming it has purpose. You're completely wrong. It's not. Well, well how do you know, Mister? I've only seen five episodes with us. Uh, oh, watching because, ahead uh, there, that buddy? scene with fucking way. Because uh, that scene with Ray was completely organic and stuff like that. Um, We'll talk about that scene. Unless you want to jump straight to it. No, I do uh, not. Yeah, this is where I remember that uh, I think the mech battle happens. Because I completely forgot yes. what happened to the angel. And then when they brought it back, I was like, holy shit. Okay, so fucking... I don't really know this battle. I just remember the first one. So fucking Shinji passes out, of course. And of course, when Shinji passes out, the fucking... Uh, they try to get Shinji out. And... The fucking, um... We're, we forgot to talk about the fucking cockpits or missiles, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, they're ejector. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which looks fucking awesome. Um, we forgot to talk about that in the first episode. Um, and of course they can't get Shinji out. Because of course it jams. Yeah, of course they can. The... Eva just goes to Berserk and fucking destroys the... The angel. And just starts just beating at it until... It goes down, basically. Yeah. Step two of this, like, weird Eva Shinji thing that's not yet explained. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure the Evas can go berserk. I think the whole point of the pilots is for them to pilot the fucking Evas. But I think if the Eva doesn't have any to, anybody to pilot it, they just go berserk. That's the way I look at it. Uh, well, there is a... Um, there's two... We have... The only two pilots we've met, right, are Rei and um, Shinji. Shinji has huge psychological issues going on. As yeah, I think the whole point. Yeah, and we. I think the whole point is the psychology issues. Those. As I, well, I think there's a huge neural link, which I was kind of waiting yeah. till later episodes to really go into because this could take a while to <laughs> deep dive into, and then just for it to be, almost be nothing, maybe, which I don't think it will be, but because I think. If I'm not mistaken, Ritsuko, uh, around episode 5, I'm assuming, because it's Ray's episode, uh, was kind of explaining what happened with the accident with Ray, and they were literally almost there. This could be 4, I forgot which one, but uh, they it's were five, almost five. there, and then 
the thing lost its shit, and she was like, it could be a... Oh, I don't even want to say. She, like, left you hanging there. There's, like, a quick little... It's very hard to catch if you're not paying attention. And the implication I, I got from it was uh, that Ray, if, if, like, you get some fucked up shit that goes in your head while you're linked to these things, then that Eva will become, like, fucked up and go berserk mode. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that. They're actually extremely neurologically linked. And it's less I, less mm, mech, more thoughts. The, the way I look at it is the fact that uh, Wei was not ready to pilot whole Eva, whatever it is, the zero zero one, one. And so her mind wasn't like ready to pilot it, so the Eva just went out of control. because. So if she was so absent-minded that it had nothing to go off of and it just did its own thing? But Maybe, like, I, don't I mean, know. I, I could see that. That's not yeah. a bad guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. I think with Ray's characterization. Because I I'm pretty sure that Ray really wants to pilot the Eva, like, because he has a dad complex. But yeah. True, I but but I mean, like... with, with what you said, like, Shinji's whole thing is, he's constantly trying to please other people. He he's looking yeah. for approval from basically whoever he can get it from. He just does what other people tell him to do. And Ray, just, she's completely shut off. She responds to nothing well, except for Gendo. Yeah. So if what you're saying is like, it, what what you said is if there's nothing there, and so if Ray's just in it and like it's like whatever, it, it has nothing to feed off of, right? But if it's Shinji and he's driven to, he he's driven to please Gendo, he's driven to please Masato, like he. He needs to find success when he's piloting this so people will appreciate him. And that could be feeding his Eva, which maybe that's not what you're saying, but that's what it sounded like to me. Mm. And it's not something I thought of. I was just kind of trying to build off that. But Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, we just watched the, basically the end fight. But there was this one thing. So um, Shinji's basically awake still. And Fika Masato opens up the door and she's like, "Are you still awake, or whatever it is?" And um, I don't think I don't think Shinji says yes, or whatever it is. But then she says, um, "You know, you should be proud. Like people, people said people would people would say good job and all this stuff." Yeah, she gives him that attention that he needs, or yeah. uh, not attention. Sorry, affirmation that we just yeah, discussed. Yeah. That he really yeah, she's, wants. She's, she's, yeah, she's like, she's praising him. And she's like, other people is going to praise you because you piloted the robot and stuff like that. And all I'm saying is, at the end, I'm like, this is just nightmare fuel. Like, to the fucking fire. Like, nightmare fuel? Damn. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, fucking. It's just so bad for Shinji. At that point, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't know kid. if she was still trying to manipulate him into, like, mm -hmm. continually to pilot it. Or if she actually cared about him. She's still on that thin line for me. Yeah, yeah, I think she's like this weird mix of both where I kind of get the sense where she even isn't sure all the way. The only thing I want to touch on was the last bit of that fight. I just didn't want to derail the conversation. Uh, when he self-destructed. Oh, yeah. And okay. um, and the self-destruction was in the shape of a cross. Yeah, there's a lot of um, hidden... I don't know what the religion's called. Christian meanings? Yeah, Christianity themes, but I... Yeah. I, I mean, it's so, called Evangelion. Yeah, so here's what I was thinking. Here's here's my last like sentence because of that. Is uh, So, I this is my guess. I just want it on written down. People are going to call me fucking idiots for because for, they already know how it happens. But 
I'm thinking that they are definitely somehow linked to the angels, and I think that there's some type of absorption maybe that occurs when they do that shit, and that that also is going to psychologically affect the pilots. Interesting. Call okay. me fucking crazy. Well, I don't dude, fully um, know what you mean, but... No. Well, I mean, it's already kind of clear that these things are otherworldly in some way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. We don't know how they were built, but I think that they are, like like Sal mentioned earlier, I was, I was waiting till this part to like really agree with him is that they were they are very they are somehow very linked to these angels the evas are and angels are also very closely similar and related in dna to humans so i think like we on uh this is just the first one still no this is the third one right this is angel three technically yes the first two happened previously okay we didn't we didn't see the first two no i know that i was just wondering what angel this was Gotcha. Yeah, because all I know is this is the one that blew up that we didn't get to watch the fight until this episode. Yeah. And it's like, I just got, I saw the Christ like thing and I thought of resurrection real quick and it just kind of seems like, I mean, it could just be a, you know, a nod to evangelism, evangelion, you know, but I kind of got those vibes of. Like, I think this is going to psychologically affect Genji somehow if that fucking angel is still around in some way, shape, or form. Did anyone look up Evangelion? No. So the best I could find is... uh, There's, like, a Greek translation, too, but I probably think it's less um, fitting. Basically, from my understanding, is that Neon Genesis Evangelion roughly translates to New Century Gospel. Ooh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> I want to believe you. <laughs> roughly. Again, roughly translates to, in one interpretation, roughly translates to uh, New Century Gospel. But it's, I think it is probably the most fitting from what I understand of the series so far. And kind of fits in with your <laughs> fucking yeah, that Jesus robot. Yeah, Jesus bot. Yeah. I think these are all Jesus bots. They're here to bring. <laughs> We've sinned too much. And they're here to wipe us out. Agreed. Somebody has to. Dump saying. Uh, that's my Wait. final huge thought for episode two. Episode three? Episode three? <laughs> Can we talk about episode three? Finally. Going once. God, yeah, I don't know why you wanted to leave episode two so early. Going twice. Who cares about episode two? That's it. Orange. It has so many good parts in it. The fucking penguin. Yeah, I mean, I think it had some, I think it had two really good parts in it, and then as far as I know, we really just get introduced to the kids, and I swear to God, Toji better be fucking important. Oh, I'm just, I'm gonna say one thing. My first note, uh, what's called episode three? Still watching the opening. Have not skipped it yet. Oh, I'm never gonna skip it. <laughs> uh, episode three, the phone that never rings, and a transfer, co-written by Akio Satsukawa. I like how it opens up. I think it kind of opens up with he does what he's told, right? Yeah, and this this is the big episode where it shows that, where he's doing the training of, like, it's the aim and shoot stuff. And that's what he ends up doing later in the fight and gets destroyed because he's just going back to his training. Rather than, he, he's not thinking for himself. He's just doing what he learned, doing what he's supposed to. Um, which, actually, I think that fight is episode four. Yes. No, 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 that's this episode. No, it's this episode. Um, besides that, though, the shoots look fucking good. I like the suits a lot. Plug suits are cool, though. <laughs> um, 
Oh, center target, pull the trigger. I literally wrote it down because <laughs> he said it like 14 times. We get, um, what's called? We finally get the information about the batteries. The, what's called? The, bat the battery only lasts for one minute if you're going ham, five minutes if you're not going ham. Yep. I believe oh. they even call it a umbilical cord, right? Yes, or some, I don't know if they say cord, but they definitely use the phrase umbilical. Yeah. That's uh, that was that kind of I was like, oh come on, guys. <laughs> oh, that is really weird. I did not think about that. That's really yeah. That's um, I didn't. Do you guys think also, it was weird the fact that Eva's had guns? No, no. I watched Gundam Wing once. Okay. <laughs> to me, I just think it's weird because um, but the fact that humans' guns don't work, but like, how the fuck is Eva guns working? That's actually a very good point. I didn't think about that at all. Because it's just a gun, right? There's no, like, yeah. special... I mean, as far as we... I mean, it could be a special gun, but... It's not, like... I mean, I part of it could be scale. Scale? Which, yeah. No. No, like, dude, if, that's stupid. Mm. Because I would make a big no. fucking giant gun tower. Because they threw a bomb at, like, a huge fucking bomb at that thing, and then they're like, all right, take over. We can't do shit. Yeah. I guess that's true. And then the bullets are literally going to be, like, just... I'm not part of their bullet-making process, but it's just gunpowder, essentially. Different grains of it. Yeah, that's the way so I was they're sure. using basic ass bullets. Yeah, you, I mean, I mean, I guess that's why kind of it wasn't working though either. You know, because um, it is pretty clear that it didn't work. Yeah, I, it doesn't work. I'm sorry if this is a spoiler, but I know from an AMV set to REMs, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> At some point, a gun will work. <laughs> it depends. Here we it fucking depends go. On, it depends on the AT fields. I know. Oh that. yeah, good point too. Yeah, AT. Field. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you're probably right. Because if the AT fields are up, they can't use the guns. But if the AT fields are down, they can use guns. But why the fact won't they just use AT fields the entire time? But we don't know why. But yeah. The way I see it is, I don't care, honestly. I care. Because why would you teach somebody fucking a thing that they can't use? I, I think it's such like a... It doesn't matter. It really. matters to it, me. It's a, it's a weird, like, semantic thing that means nothing to the plot. Well, it means a lot because Shinji gets his ass kicked for using gun. Wait, I thought you said the gun did work. It doesn't work. Oh, yeah, the so gun that's doesn't why work. they're training him with a gun. Yes. Exactly, yeah. Gotcha, okay. I'm just saying, I always just be fucking hipping and hopping, you know what I mean? Learn some punching moves, learn how to use my fucking knife, you know what I mean? I mean, come on, like... Yeah, they, they, they mention the knife and like when he's getting berated by all those kids and they don't show it, which I think is the equivalent of showing the gun in Act 3 and using it in Act 6 or whatever. Yeah. Also, I guess, um, to be fair, in I think it was the first fight, um, the fact that he rips through the AT shield was a surprise. To everyone, yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't know you could do that. And I also think it was kind of like a thing of they didn't realize that an angel could be that invulnerable. I mean, if you consider that it's been 15 years and they, and Ray is Eva zero zero, right? Uh, the suit, her suit, she's the second child. Right. So, so I think it's fair to assume that the angels they've encountered were vulnerable to their current tactics. So they're training Shinji on that. Yeah, but this is the, th this is the fourth angel. No, third well, angel, right? Yeah, sure. They they saw one that was an abnormality. That's not enough to discount everything. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, your reasoning makes sense, but I just think it's fucking stupid. That's all. I'm more on Sal's side on this one because I do think it was kind of fucking stupid that they were <laughs> if a gun didn't work. But I mean, I think they're gonna. I also do think that they're gonna train him in every single way that they can. 
because right. it's it's very fucking clear that they are brand spanking new to this shit for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They have no clue what's going to happen. So, I mean, if they want to train them with a gun, that might not work. Yeah, if they want to train them with a knife, that might not work. Yeah, if they want to train them in fucking, like, witchcraft, that might not work. I'm all for it. <laughs> like, whatever's going to get this fucking angel destroyed. Uh, So we get the thing that Shinji has been here for at least two weeks, and no one called him. He has a cell phone. Uh, and do you guys want to talk about this fucking hedgehog thing? Because Absolutely, I, I want to talk about the hedgehog dilemma. Okay. I'm just gonna say I don't fucking care about this at all. Go <laughs> it's on, only Owen. the most important concept they've introduced so far. I don't fucking care because there's more. Yeah, I know talking. you're too caught up on the fact that a gun might work sometimes. So why <laughs> use <you>. a gun? <laughs> Go on, dude. Do I? So the hedgehog dilemma is basically, you know, hedgehogs they can get close to each other, but there's the risk that they'll hurt each other by doing so, or get, or inversely, get hurt by doing so. Which, first of all. If you, it's, it's what well, it's the closest thing we have to a thesis for this show so far. Oh, random question. Random question. Can hedgehogs get together? Or yes. Is this a thing? Do, I mean, I don't know. I didn't look up the accuracy of it. No, I've okay. seen hedgehogs fuck before. Okay, but but you, is there a possibility <laughs> they quill each other? Oh wait, is that true, Anthony? Or are you like fucking? I'm us? fucking with you. Okay. Because I don't know nothing about fucking Hedgehog. I thought you might be the Hedgehog Expo. But... Regardless of if it's true or not, the point stands. All I want to know about fucking Hedgehogs, Owens, okay? Fuck it, don't give me the fucking, what's the <laughs> point of this or not, okay? All I want to know if Hedgehogs can get together or not. Alright, well you can do that on your own time. No, I mean, he is right, though. This is, like, one of the most important themes. Or I Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't... I think it's pretty self-explanatory, so I don't want to spend, like, forever talking about it. I just think it's something to keep in mind, and I think it applies to all of... I think it it 100% applies to Shinji. Shinji. Um, It 100%, I think, applies to Rei. Uh, I think we're at, at like, like a 50-60 for Masato. And uh, who fucking knows about the others? I'm sure Gendo is in there somewhere. And I I know Asuka's going to be in there. Um, talking about people I ain't fucking met yet. It's alright, you'll meet her in like a couple episodes. Do you know when she comes in? Uh, no. No, but I think it's pretty soon. Okay. Has to be, it's a short series. <laughs> okay, random question. What do you guys think of the fucking uh, uniforms for the girls? Isn't it the same? Yeah, they're just sailor uniforms, dude. Are they sailor uniforms? I just I'm... think they look weird. They look like hospital uniforms. No, they just look like school uniforms to me. Do they? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, just Hedgehog Slema. Totally Shinji's problem. As I alluded to earlier when you were saying, like, I like, fucked him. And I was like, okay, but also, he has people that are trying to, like, be nice to him, and he's kind of pushing them away. One person. Two people. Who's the other one? It's both those kids. What? The, the film kid and Suzuhara. Toji. They, Toji. They, 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 don't try to, they don't try to get close to Shinji until fucking Shinji saves them. Well, that's because they didn't understand them yet. Well, that's, yeah. that's the whole point of Hedgehog's Dilemma is, like, they're not they're not going to be close to you because, like, it takes so long to get close to someone who has that Hedgehog's Dilemma. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what they're trying to implement is, like... Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, but I just want to mention during that whole time, the teacher's going to town accurately <laughs> oh, I'm depicting about this too. second so impact. And, like, he's talking about, like, we can recover through blood, sweat, and tears. And everybody's like, you're the pilot! <laughs> I love how they casually dropped that half of humanity was wiped out by a meteor. 
Well, yeah. Ooh, I did not know that. Wait, no, that's second impact. Yeah, that was the second impact. Exactly. He's like, oh, it dropped on like the polar ice caps and it fucked up all the sea levels and like half of humanity is dead. And they just kind of <laughs> let that float away. Hold on. Am I not thinking this correctly? No, you're talking about the exact same part. The teacher says it. Yeah, Anthony wasn't paying attention to the teacher either. Oh, you weren't paying attention <laughs> to the teacher? No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was waiting about the other students. Bro, I'm trying to learn. No. No, hold on. <laughs> okay, never mind. I was... I'm with that class dumb. president. No. <laughs> Y'all shut yeah, the fuck yeah, no, up no, no, and no. listen to this guy. Oh, <laughs> never mind. God. I'm not going to say what I thought it was. Uh-huh. No, what? Right. Because I truly thought that the uh, the the impact that destroyed the dinosaurs was called the second impact. Tell us. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. So, so I, well, I thought hold, he was hold just on, going on, through history. On. What did you think the first impact was? I don't know. Okay. I never heard of anything. I just <laughs> thought that that's what they called the second one. Fair enough. Yeah. But oh, no, um, I just googled second impact, and it is a global cataclysm in which it occurred. And it said on September thirteenth, and I looked down. And it was the second impact was the Eva Wiki. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> you look, second impact, it occurred on September 13th, 2006. Yeah, that's all 2000. Wait, hold on. I was like, first of all, I, I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, another thing, like, there's another angel only three weeks, which, you know, is a big deal, because there was 15 years yep. between the last two. Yeah, so clearly something's going on. Yeah, we get the sense that things are ramping up. Condition one, baby. What's up? Oh, Every time they that. always say condition one when they're about to get attacked. Like, they don't say to the battle stations. They say condition one. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get you. I get you. That's cool. You guys forgot about to talk about that one fucking kid that um, beat up Shinji. Toji. Before. Yeah, no, I, I kind of mentioned it. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I, don't. I think it's, I want him, I need him to be more important because if not, they're giving him way too much fucking screen time. I'm just saying, I was bored throughout this entire episode. <laughs> I was pretty bored. Like, he punched him, and then I was like, yeah, that checks out. I understand why he did it. Doesn't matter to me any. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, then he fights the angel. The Those two kids sneak out to watch. His dad's not even fucking watching. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Shinji almost gets knocked onto him, and then, you know, he's given... <laughs> Masato basically deputizes them. <laughs> So they can be let inside the Eva. <laughs> That's a good word, yeah. No one's allowed into the thing. I don't care. Let them in. It's like, I'm giving you clearance. I was just saying, you guys, this is a, this is a fight against Andy. Yeah, let's worry about two fucking kids, right? Yes. No, fuck this, dude. From the very beginning, dude, like, these people have been assholes, and the two kids show up, and they're like, okay, bring them in. I mean, it's not going to fuck up the no, Eva. No, Masato oh, wait, said did. bring them in. Only Masato says bring them in. Ritsuko said to leave him this was a decision by shinji and and uh masato and it basically okay. gives you know shinji the reason to fight because they're like yo shinji get out of there and he's like nah fuck this i'm taking this dude down um, i mean in his yeah. shinji sort of way <laughs> which is this a lot was of screaming the most confusing part of this entire series for me to me something breaks in shinji's head at yeah. this point Something breaks, and I'm like, okay, this, this is not a like a sane kid anymore. Like, his head is completely broken at this point. Don't the kids tell him not to run away, or does Masato tell him not to? Someone tells him not to run away. Oh, so so is he saying don't run away to himself? Maybe I, I, so. I just know everyone else is like. I don't think the kids had an input because they don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. 
I think it, everyone else was telling him, like, you have three and a half minutes or whatever. Get back. Right. And he probably starts saying, like, don't run away. Wasn't he told don't run away by Masato in an earlier episode? Uh, if it is, that would make sense. I just don't recall. I don't recall either. But Jesus Christ, is this man is not psychologically stable enough to be in a fucking mech. Well, apparently he's the only one. <laughs> so, holy God. I, I think at this scene, the fucking plug is unplugged. So Shinji literally only has five minutes, which makes no sense because I'm pretty sure Shinji was going ham. There's no way he only has five uh, minutes. I mean, you, you described it as going ham, but the exact words were like, you have one minute if like every single thing is operational and five if we limit things. Right. And he basically yeah. and just charges the thing and stabs it in its like core. Yeah, he was and only using a knife. They, then they both he just shut a down. Progressive knife. Yeah, they called it a progressive knife. Yep. Yeah. I, I just love how this thing looks. It just looks badass, and it's a fucking knife. Uh, $20, progressive knife becomes a sword at some point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they'll... It's called progressive knife. Does he have to find it in a chest somewhere? No, it just turns into a sword because it's progressive. Guaranteed it becomes bigger and probably a sword. I don't know. I don't see Evangelion with big giant swords, but I might be completely wrong in this one. I think I am, but... I like knives. Knives are cool. I mean, swords are fucking awesome too, you guys. This is. Uh, I do. I think. Is this the part where he screams, right? Yeah, he just stabs it and is no, screaming the entire it. time. Yeah, he loses um, it. If this is the scream I'm thinking about, I was taken aback by the voice actor. I'm watching the dub. Uh huh. Okay. I've heard he does a great uh, so job. Props or they do a great to job, that sorry. motherfucker. Holy shit, that scream. Like, I was like, okay, he's anime screaming. And then, like,. He brings it to another octave for, like, a solid two seconds. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this man is crazy. Uh, I guess just to... Worth calling out, the actor... The Netflix voice actor for uh, Shinji is non-binary. I'm going to forget that, and I'm going to apologize, but I will try my best. But to me, Shinji's scream is not an anime scream. My own... It's literally, like, a Sakaida scream. Oh, yeah, I mean... In my opinion. Yes. There's no... yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was not. It didn't seem like I. I, I say anime screen. Anime screen because it was animated. I know I misused that already, <laughs> but oh, okay. like it wasn't like a Goku yell. Yeah, it's not. I mean, he's yeah. not powering up. This he's, was like a fucking. He's having scream. a psychotic break. <laughs> yes, yeah. this was insanity coming out, and they did a fucking amazing job. Okay, that's all I have for episode three, you guys. Yeah, same. Hedgehog Salama. Think about it. I want to mention like after episode one. I, I would have, even if I wasn't watching this, I would have begrudgingly watched episode two. After episode two, I might have stopped. But after episode three, I think I would have kept going. I was just saying, guys, I would have stopped any of these episodes. This is not the show for me. I mean, I'm not, like, in love with it. Um, But, again, like I said at the top, like, this is the most I've thought about Evangelion in the past. Like, I, people have been talking about it forever. But I've never really thought about it. Now that I'm thinking about it and like understanding why and how it's so important, I'm very, very curious to see how it plays out, even if it's not something I end up liking that much. Anyway, uh, so episode four, Rain After Running Away. Rain After Running Away and Hedgehog Salema. Uh, This is the only solo written episode by Akio Satsukawa. The rest are co-written by uh, Hideaki Ano, like I already said, but worth reiterating what i want to mention uh we, f- we saw it in episode three but i didn't bring it up but get a bed huh masato Ooh. needs to get a goddamn bed wait what 
She has no like she's sleeping on the ground. Yeah, that tracks. You know, uh, it may be like a, a white, Anthony? Is that a thing? Yeah. They don't have bed frames? Oh no. yeah, no. Monkey's right. Oh, my bad. Yeah, they sleep underground. They have like cushions, like But why though? Like it's it's a bedroll. Have y'all ever been in a Tempur-Pedic before? Let me explain this in a way Anthony can understand. If she buys a bed frame, how is she going to get that much beer? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Somehow I relate to that. Uh, Alright, well, I apologize. Uh, Have we not seen... Has both the shows we've watched have people had beds in them? Pretty sure Perfect Blue, she had a bed frame. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a weird. I I don't think it's universal, but yeah, there's definitely a thing of um, Japanese people basically will sleep on like um, tiny mattresses that are just straight on the floor. Okay. Also, my mattress is on the floor, so go fuck yourself. I do. Go get you a bed frame. Why? It does nothing for you. Storage. St- what? I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I do just want to call out, it's a very minute detail. I rewound it like three times to make sure it was what I was seeing. On the little hanger that says Shinji's room, I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. the bottom left character, my hiragana, is very rusty, so I don't remember what it was. But like the little dot, I believe, was a heart. You know how people sometimes people like heart their eyes instead of dot them? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was written that way, so that weird like circle that they would use. put a heart on there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, Shinji's, um, what do you call it? His sign does not match Shinji whatsoever. I just think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's just a part. Oh, Misato probably made it. Yeah. I just think it's funny. It doesn't match him at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's just fucking hilarious if I can slightly skip ahead. Nope. Because I want to <laughs> nope. say that Shinji, Shinji runs away. And also, I would like to say, Shinji running away, it's too late for you to run away, Shinji. You should have done that at the fucking beginning. You're in the shit now. There's no way you can get out of this. Although he kind of does get out, get out of this, but almost. But that's beside the point. Okay, now you can talk about whatever you want. Oh no, it's actually part of that. Okay. Um, I, I literally like we just talked about me not knowing about Japanese culture in terms of beds, and <laughs> the next sentence <laughs> I had was, I don't know much about Japanese culture, <laughs> but isn't he supposed to, to grope the schoolgirls on the subway? Uh, no, they have separate oh. trains now. <laughs> Uh, okay, that makes sense. Most, oh, actually, a lot of countries have separate trains because people are fucking disgusting. Yeah, no, I just, it's just an introspect. The, the only thing I've ever seen about Japanese subways was two things. One, they're fucking crowded as shit. And two, during pornography, someone gets groped. Yeah, unfortunately, that's real life. God, that sucks. Yeah, it's really I really bad, thought that but... that was just fucking. No, oh. it's really, really bad, dude. <sighs> well, everyone knows oh. I'm a deviant now. Oh, uh, so we talk about that, um, what's it called? So, Shinji runs away, and he's in the movie theater, and he watches that couple. My gosh, Shinji's thirsty. He really wants a, somebody. Yeah, that was really interesting, because, like, he's there, and he has that, like, anime, my eyes glazed over, monocolor thing that they do to show someone, like, I, I mean, think back to Perfect Blue, that dead eye shot. He basically had the same look. Yeah, well, he was like, <laughs> when I do his motorboating. No, no, no. It's when they start, like, getting into it, that's when he his eyes return to normal. Oh, I see. He was so either entranced in thought or so focused on them that he's just, like... No, he, I think he was... Because he was on the train for a long time, too. He was yeah, just, like, fucking inside. done. He was just drifting. Yeah. And then he sees that, and 
he he gets weird. <laughs> yeah, I I do love it when they do dead eyes on animes. Like anytime an anime does have a dead eye moment, I'm like, this is always well done. Like I can't think of any time when they do a bad dead eye thing, but I just like it. And to be fair, we just saw him go insane last episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we were kind of led to believe up until then that, he, you know, he probably has issues, but, like, that showed, to me, the severity of some of his shit is, like, holy fuck, he just lost it. All I want to say is this vocabulary, okay? Um, Senzi wants some nookie. That's all I want to say. Now you guys can talk. He wants some nookie. Yeah. <laughs> that is 15 seconds of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> yeah i think the most important scene in this episode is they do the flashback to after the fight with masato and shinji and shinji is actually kind of given some attitude yeah no he got some balls and she's like hey you got balls yeah like he, he's me, yeah that's that's why i say like he's a different character like he's so I, i'm not gonna say well-rounded because he's he does not seem like he thinks before he talks but like i don't know it's just he's such a different take on a protagonist of that like style yeah and i think it happens i, I might be conflating the scenes because i might be thinking of the one right before he runs away but for, for the most part you know he's always like the yes ma'am yes ma'am yes ma'am and then suddenly it seems like for almost the first time in the series he thinks for himself yeah i think we do learn some interesting information that may have been hinted at but this is where at least i was as the dumb viewer completely like sold on these uh things like uh, first of all i do want to mention there are some beautiful cuts when he's running away mm -hmm. yes uh, nice little countryside but we also get like 14 is the age of all pilots like it has to be yeah they do that's that. th that's distinctly mentioned and then uh they are looking for the fourth children yeah and this is the whole they are very much throughout the episode guilt tripping him with race so fucking much <laughs> yeah um Oh, we've got to talk about the two classmates that uh, show up to Shinji's apartment, and they just realized that Misato's just a hot babe. I mean, they're not wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm only setting this up for. You got a problem with that too? Nah, man. Look, you, I heard you heavy sigh. You called you called Ritsuko. Let me have Misato. <laughs> <laughs> but I want both. Can't have both, my man. <laughs> oh my god. She's got a bunch of beer and a penguin. I'm on board. <laughs> You guys are literally wasting seconds of my life with this fucking shit. Mm -hmm. fucking Payback's anime. a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, so... the the kid, First of all, that kid in the field... The fuck is he doing? <laughs> no, so, th first of all, fucking random. Is Shinji bad at running away too? Like, <laughs> how the fuck does he so up in this field where this fucking kid's at? Like, what? It makes no sense. <laughs> Shinji, what are you doing? Did you just take a fucking train that just goes round and round to this one fucking city that you live at? What the <sighs> fuck, Shinji? Oh my gosh, dude. If you're gonna do, do, do something, do something right. If you're gonna run away, run away. What are you doing? Okay, go on, Orange. I, I, I just thought it was funny. This kid is out there playing, like, army by himself. Yeah. I mean, they are 14-year-old kids. I was still doing shit like that. No, I know, but I love that he was doing both parts. <laughs> he wasn't even filming it. I was waiting for him to be like, nice, got the shot. Oh, <laughs> but nope, yeah. he was just fucking around. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I think that was just supposed to be a feel-good scene. and then he No, I enjoyed up. it. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then they do the... 
the camping thing, you learn, like, oh, this kid lost his parents, too. Mm-hmm. And, like... And he would that... kind of... Doesn't it mention that he'd, like, give anything to be a pilot? Yeah. Like, he, he wishes it was him. Again, another fucking guilt trip. Although his isn't yeah, as deliberate. I don't think this is meant to... For Shinji. No, but, I mean, it's a, it's a good way to show, like, different perspectives. Yeah. This kid is Anthony. He would get in there. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, me and this kid are the same. Well, also there was a conversation, which is why I wanted to talk about um, the fucking kid meeting uh, Misato. So the kid is like, why are you not with uh, Ho? He's like a total hot babe. And me thinking, forget about Ho, you have a fucking penguin. I would love a penguin roommate. <laughs> Honestly, haven't seen much of Pen Pen. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a bit of a dick. Wow, hard take on Pen Pen, okay. Yeah. Would not surprise me if you sit in Pen Pen's chair. He's gonna let you know. Uh, remember when you t- was talking about this about Ayn and how much you uh, was wrong about that? Yeah, I think this is Pen Pen. Oh, I never had anything against Ayn. I was just defending my girl Faye. Okay. <laughs> Pen Pen's got a mean look. All I'm saying. He's an ample penguin. So he finally actually does get to. Or I guess they escort him back, and then he right, and then they have the. I forgot who he does it with. Because we do meet a lot of people real fast. Hold on, like, I, I just want to, before you jump into this, do you not, is, is no one interested in him punching Suzuhara? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's I'm much not. to it. I, I think it's just another example of him doing what he's told, but that's it. Oh, that, okay, I know what you're talking about. Uh, there is something I would like to talk about that scene, though. So, since he's actually quitting, which is good for Shinji. I like him, the fact that he's actually going to quit. We know he's not going to quit. Would have loved some episodes of him leaving and then coming back. I would love that. Of course, that doesn't happen. But I love the fact that the two kids are staying at the fucking, was it the train train station? Is that what Shinji's going uh-huh. to? But they're like, they're over there and they said, yeah, well, we we thought you might come over here. Because this, this is literally where everybody leaves from. Which I just think is a fantastic world building right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Because they established earlier that, like, oh, yeah, most people have evacuated this city. Yeah. But we're just pretty much stuck here. That's a good point. I didn't think about that too much. So it's kind of right at that train scene. Like, that long pause. Yeah. That was fucking pretty good. I I was kind of like, what are we doing? And then (laughs) once they started talking, I was like, wait, were they waiting for the announcements to be over so they could hear each other? (laughs) (laughs) No, and I also mentioned, like, the audio in this series is pretty good. That's another nod, is, like, the detail they go into the audio. And then uh, my last thing I have, and this is really for most of the episodes, I am so fucking tired of seeing Shinji's fucking head, top of his head. (laughs) (laughs) Episode Uh, (laughs) 5. Well, the only only other things I want to say on episode 4 are when Shinji does, like, run away from, uh, or after his encounter with uh, Glass's kid and Suzuhara, he basically said he's running away and like, oh, I'm a coward. I'm weak. Like he he understands like his situation, and I it just kind of goes to basically slapping you in the face of him being someone that literally runs away from their feelings. And I do also want to mention that when I do call him a bitch, I'm not saying it's undeserved. He's just being a bitch. <laughs> I and, think he, uh, he deserves to be one, but. I think shortly after Masato says something like, oh, he doesn't know how to express his emotions, which is also something to think about and wrap back into the hedgehog's dilemma because it's going to apply to pretty much every main character as far as I know. 
which speaking of main characters not knowing how to express their emotions should we talk about episode five segue oh okay not me okay oh wait uh co-written by akio satsukawa ray beyond the heart and ray one this is my sort of notes so yeah we already talked about the flashback and the stuff with uh ray and gendo um we already talked about the dna do we need to talk about the gym class scene? We need, first of all, we need to talk about the fucking um, the incident that happened, whatever it's called. With Ray and Gendo? We talked about that. Yeah. But all I'm saying is the wall and the willow... <laughs> willow. Wall and the window, super adorable. Able to take your Eva head. Also, the dad, the dad really cares about Ray. Like, oh my god. Yeah. The fact that Ray's cockpit comes out and it's steaming hot... Mm-hmm. And the fucking dad is trying to pull Ray out, like, is crazy. Yeah, you're right. Like, we actually didn't talk about that specifically. Yeah. And and then that goes to later see where Shinji sees the burned hands. Yeah. And um, and that's when he, he basically starts to get jealous of Ray. Yeah, which makes complete sense because Shinji has never got love from his dad. Yeah. As of now, we can assume that. I don't know <laughs> if the dad was nice to Shinji when he was fucking five, but, like... All we know right now is fucking ages 11 to 14. Shinji wasn't getting any that loving from his dad. Yeah, no, 100% um, makes sense. Oh, so is Ray the first child? Yeah, I think they said I think that. she's two, isn't she? Or, no, no, yeah, I think Ray is one and then Shinji's three. Yeah. Right? Wait, what? We kind of talked the about this Ray's earlier, but I, I, I the children got my thing? numbers mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are all fucked up on this. Okay. Two and three. They are two and three. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I thought it. they said something about Wei being the first child, but I might be wrong. She, uh, the only, the only thing I really know for sure is that I'm pretty sure that she's two and I'm 90% sure he's three and they're looking for four. That is what I, I know okay. that they're looking for four. I remember distinctively seeing that. I will look into this if it's not answered in the next batch of episodes and, uh, Correct us if we're wrong. Also, the mental health causes berserk. I think they said that in this one. Yeah, we kind of touched on that. Well, yeah, yeah, we touched on that as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we talked about Ray freaking out, and yeah, her being mentally un or Ritsuko saying like, "Oh, it's mentally unstable and all that." Um, do you have anything to say about the gym class scene? Gym class scene. Oh, get a look at those bazongas. It's just the other two kids being horny as hell. Not really. I think it's just a reminder that, hey, these are 14-year-olds we're talking about. The only thing I would say about that scene is um, Shinji, uh, you know, they're teasing Shinji like, oh, who are you looking at? Who are you looking at Ray? And he's like, yeah, I'm just wondering because she's like lonely all the time. And like, I I don't think that was Shinji deflecting. I think he was being genuine. I think he was too. Okay, so do you guys think the fact that Ray has like basically no friends is just because he's just quiet the entire time? Like, she literally doesn't talk to anybody. You mean the hedgehog's yeah, I mean... dilemma? <laughs> About if whether hedgehogs can touch each other because of the quills? Yeah, I really think that she doesn't have any friends. I mean, it's... Like, did you... S- I don't... Dude, I don't think... I think... Wei is so messed up. Yeah. That she's not pushing people aside. Is just the way she... I mean, does. we saw her be think... happy and talkative with Gendo. Yeah, because she she loves Gendo. 
I don't think she like. I don't think she hates everybody else or trying to get friends with everybody else. I think she's just indifferent with everybody else. Yeah, exactly. If you get what I'm saying. But yeah, I, I don't. But I don't think that's the hedgehog dilemma with Ray. I think this, mm. that's the way she is. I because I will bet you right now that hedgehog's dilemma is an arguable thing for Ray. Okay, I mean you might you right you might you're probably right, but the the way I look at Ray, I just think she's super messed up that she's not like. She's not forcing people out like Shinji is. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, she is just in a different way. Okay. She's or not. Shinji's doing it actively. She's doing it passively. Right. But by Shinji saying, basically doing. Shinji doesn't reveal his real emotions, and he said, and sometimes he'll be basically like, "Hey, get away from me," where Ray just doesn't give you anything. She just walks past you. It's the same thing, just different tactics. But the the. The point is I'm trying to make is that I don't think she's, like, making the choice. I just think she's indifferent with everybody else except her savior, which is the dad. Well, I mean, you could argue, is anyone ever really making the choice? Yes, I'm arguing it. Really? You think Shinji wants to keep people out? You think Shinji Uh, doesn't want to connect with people? 100%, because the last person he connects with someone left him for three fucking years. Right, but do you think... So he doesn't want to be hurt. That's that's literally why people don't want people. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Shinji's doing it, dude. I don't think he's. But do you think he wants it, or do you think You've he's activated doing my it? trap card? Did, I disagree. Do he wants it, dude? Uh, do I think he wants it? Uh, no, I just don't think he's ma- he's not mature enough to understand that he's doing it to himself. And you think Ray is different? Uh, I don't think, uh, to my knowledge, Ray doesn't think unless Genji or what's his not Genji? Goddamn it, Gendo. Unless Gendo's in the room, I don't think Ray is actively doing fucking anything. I don't because know. I want the writers. I want the writers to tell me. Yeah, I think something like completely broken hole. I have like no opinion maybe, on her. Maybe she was a fucking orphan, and was really badly treated until Gendo showed up and he's like, "I'll help you out," knowing that she's the fucking first child, and then gives her all this attention that she's been craving for. <laughs> Second child. It might be that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know nothing about Way. I'm saying that stuff like. Something breaks, and then that's all. I know that Wei and uh, Shinji is gonna, like, they're gonna start talking to each other. I know that's a thing. But, um, as of right now, I think she's just severely messed up. That's the way I look at Wei. I guess my whole point is that so is Shinji, but he's much more active about it. In a way that it feels like you're giving him more attention because he's more surface level. And Wei is getting reduced because she's more passive. Yeah, I used those exact verbs or, or exact uh, adjectives earlier. I I agree. Well, I mean, I think you guys are reducing Ray. I'm reducing Ray. Yeah, when I I think at so this what? point she's basically the same as Shinji. I don't think she's the same as Shinji whatsoever. I don't uh, think she lets emotion. I mean, and when, deal what, with it depends whatsoever. on what you mean and what regards specifically. I think she is only committed to being an Eva pilot. Because of Gendo for some reason. My final thoughts on them too is I have no opinion on Ray other than that they are both being secluded. She's doing it in a passive way. He's being secluded in an aggressive way. Or not aggressive, an active way. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then I think both of them are doing it. I don't. I can't confirm that she's doing it to not be hurt again, but I'm pretty sure Shinji is. I would. Yeah, that's the point I'm trying to make across. That I believe that she's doing it not to 
Yeah, I, I would. We, we don't know enough about her yet. Again, I'm making bets this podcast. I will bet you that she's got abandonment issues too somehow. Um, we talked about the dinner. Talked about pen pen drinking beer. Yeah, the yeah, we touched on that. Yeah, the dinner. Um, Actually, I'll, on the dinner though, I do want to mention that that was that was. I know you mentioned it, but I want to specifically remind you that this is the exact moment where uh, they talk about the. Uh, uh, you're so fun to tease. That's what Masato said to, uh huh, uh, to Shinji, and then uh, Ritsuko said, "Just like you." <laughs> yeah, she gets a pissed off face. Yeah, we're not a pissed off face, but like, come on, man. Masato, I believe, makes the parallel to Shinji between Ray and Gendo by saying they're both all thumbs at living. All thumbs <laughs> yeah, at living. Really they're all thumbs at living. Have you never heard this tone, Anthony? I have not, actually. If some, I mean, think about if you had all thumbs, right? Mm. And now apply that metaphorically to, like, being a person in everyday life. Just be kind of useless. Yeah, you would be fumbling your way through. You'd have no dexterity or tact. You'd kind of suck. I got you. Yeah, I've never really heard that before. I've heard all thumbs. So this is the first time I've heard it applied yeah. to this specific, you know, metaphor. But That's what I heard, all thumbs. It's like how someone would say, oh, she has two left feet. Oh, so the scientist go. Ritsuko. Oh, yeah. Ritsuko gives um, Shinji Ray's code or card. Yeah. Ray's, yeah, had to get it updated. And so that gives us the excuse to go to Ray's room and we see how sad looking it is inside of it. Yeah, Ray's apartment is fucked up. She literally had bandages, pills, and like loneliness scattered about. But yeah, that's basically what it is. And then Shinji picks up the fucking the glasses. Which, can we all assume that's Jindo's glasses? It's not. Uh, we can confirm. Correct. Yeah, those were Gendo's what? glasses. Yeah, they're the same color, same cracks, everything. We see her pick them up in the flashback, I believe. Oh, I did not see that. Oh yeah, yeah, she definitely pocketed those motherfuckers. And then fucking. See, th- this is the point I was, like, trying to get across. So, yeah, Shinji enters her room after Shinji knocks into it, and then she doesn't fucking answer the door because she's in the shower, even though the white door's not locked. And then fucking Ray shows up naked in front of Shinji. And somehow we get this whole thing where somehow Shinji opens up the drawers and all the white underwear just piles out, and then he's grabbing her boob. Is it so random? Wait, did my boy Shinji get some action? Yeah, he did get some I thought he just fell on her. No, he he touched boob like he was squeezing her boob. My yeah. man. He uh... Wait, did you not see that? Like, what's it called when he got up, he was like moving his hand, like trying to feel what he felt. Which again, you know, I think sexuality is gonna end up being a big theme in the series. Yeah. And uh, I think it was more to illustrate that than to show Ray's complete passiveness. But yeah, I mean, I just think Ray doesn't. I mean, yeah, she's completely completely passive. Right? Since he's trying to talk to her about, and she's literally just putting clothes on in front of him, and he tries to tell her about this the card, and she's just not listening to him. And then she tries to get inside the fucking place and swipes her card, and it's not working. And since he's like, "Yeah, that's because this one is yours." Yeah, she thinks Shinji is someone in the exact same situation as her. And she thinks nothing of him. To the point where he might as well not exist. Yep. 
the only except for when they're on the escalator and Shinji shit talks Gendo. Yeah, and she turns around and slaps him. Yep. Oh, and then she um, what's it called Endo, and he's talking about how if she's um, what do you call it, excited for the test or something, like she's doing her test again. Yeah, she's got her like attempt at basically. I don't. I don't know what you would call it. The initial. Like just make the robot walk. Yeah, yeah, like literally to even start training. It mm-hmm. seems like. Yeah, and she successfully does it, and you guys see the reason why she successfully does it. Uh, I don't think I did. I think she was just thinking about Gendo in a good light because she was looking at at the glasses whenever she passed the test. Because the glasses was hanging inside of a cockpit. I can see, see that. that. No, I mean, yeah, I I, I remember I, that makes sense because she actually had the glasses that time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I didn't catch that one. Am I blowing hot air or what? No, I, I, I didn't catch that, but I believe it. Makes okay. total sense. Yeah, you, you see uh, Gendo's glasses, like, on the white side of her cockpit, like, hanging up. Oh, actually, I think in. I do remember that. Yeah, and she's smiling because he's, like, remembering, I guess, fond memories of him. And, she, and then she passed the test, and so she's able to operate her whole thing, but, um, what's it called? She's like, oh, now you... Oh, ready for training, I guess. Like, she's ready to go, but she's not ready to fight. Right. Even though Sinji's ready to fight after one one time, but whatever. And then the fucking alarm sound off. And Sinji comes up and gets laser beamed in the fucking face. Because the fucking angels know where they're coming from. God damn, the, the humans are stupid. Yeah, dude, they we did mention that early. Like, I think in season episode two or something like that. He was like, they know where we are. And then they just launch him straight up. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're like, oh, the angels are learning. And it's like, oh, no, they're not learning. They're checkmating you guys everywhere. It's crazy. Call me crazy, but I think Shinji's going to win. I, no, I don't think Shinji's going to win. I think Ray's going to come up and save him. Yeah, maybe. You guys think that? Or Asuka yeah, and, could show uh, up. I want to no, mention Asuka, this. I don't think Asuka will. I think the dynamic, I, I kind of hope it's not like a, what I think it's going to wind up being, but I, I think I like the dynamic that Shinji's throwing into it and already is like just doing okay. And Ray's had to like kind of, I guess, we'll see if it actually happens, but she has to like work for everything she gets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, that that is a happen. very anime thing. I don't know that I think that's that where this is going. Because so far he just hops in there and the thing just does it for him. Where she actually has to go through how it was supposed to be handled. The only way I see that happening is if Gendo starts to, like, warm up to Shinji. Uh, I think it's, I mean, unless, like, unless I'm missing something, it's already happening. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm ready to watch the dynamic of them, too. Like, the natural gifter versus the one who has to actually work for it. Sure. That's, which, again, I mean, that's pretty <laughs> which clearly again, already happening. Anime, my man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, as long as they don't do it basically, as long as there's a little twist on it, I'm cool with that. I I, I honestly don't know if that's going to... My prediction is <laughs> it will not be a, a thing of strife between them. I have to agree with Owens on that. From what I've seen before, I don't think there's strife between those two. I might be completely wrong, though. But, I mean, your, your head's totally in the right place. That's just my read on this series. But uh, does anyone have anything else? Or are we done okay. with Shinji getting blasted by that pyramid? It's <laughs> fucked, bro. Do you think Shinji's going to get help or not? 100%. I think this is Ray's up? introduction. Yeah. Owens? I mean, I, I I don't know when Asuka comes in. I know oh it's soon. Gosh, I think dude, it's one on. of the two. It's not Asuka. Okay. 
You think that... Okay. So, I think everybody thinks that um, Shinji's going to get help. Yes. I think it's going to be Way. Paper Plate thinks it's going to be Way. Owens thinks it could be Way or Asuka. I know it's going to be Way. I think it'll be Way too. Okay, also, where's Mech or Eva? Not that good looking, right? It's a Zaku from Gundam. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fucking Paper Plate doesn't know what that means. Yeah, but, but this yeah. is for all the other people who are cool. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Cindy's mech is pretty awesome. Uh, what do you guys think of Eva so far? Um, I think your opinion is well documented, but I guess we can give you the opportunity to expound on it first if you'd like. Uh, I'm just really bored with this anime, you guys. So already? That's about it. Yeah, I'm already bored with it. I know it's going to be good because everybody says it's going to be good. And I tend to believe everybody, even though Naruto sucks. Um... Had to throw that jab out though, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I know it's gonna be good. I know I'm gonna like it until the end, and then we're probably gonna watch the end of Evangelion on top of that. But um, as in the first five episodes, I would have I would have dropped at any of these episodes, even after the fifth one. And the fifth one ends with the laser beam. And I would have been okay. Ends with the laser beam. I guess I'm I'm done. So, orange. What about you? Yeah, I, I'm intrigued, I think, more so from the perspective of how important this series is rather than how good it is at this point. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of middle of the road on it. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see how it shakes out. And I think I would watch this. Uh, get, if I had gotten five episodes in, I would continue to watch this, uh, but be very, like... I'd be on my toes about things. Like I'm not sold on it yet, but I get, I think intrigued is a good word. I'm interested to see if this is going to get more interesting because uh-huh. it does have the potential. But I we'll see. It definitely get more interesting. I know that. Which I'm okay with that. But if it kind of does, oh, yeah. if it stays the same throughout the rest of this, then I'll probably have had a dud pick. Anything else you guys want to say? I think I'm good. Next time on My First Anime. Will Monkey ever stop yelling about Shinji? Oh, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Will we ever record one of these in under two hours? Hell no. (laughs) Find out next time on My First Anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. Uh, I play single-player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog.
He's a poodle. And Situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, First Anime. anime.